0: Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity
1: A show about weirdos With
2: your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity It's a show about weirdos, doggone it My name is John Fahey, your host. It is John Boy time. I am the COVID kid. I am COVID barely 18. Joining me as ever, Michelangelo's David Duchovny. The hostest with the mostest. Three children stacked on top of each other in a trench coat, disguising themselves as an adult man. Each child ripped, muscular as hell. Each of them has a huge, uncut, veiny cock. Mm -hmm. All of those kids. All of them. And I don't will that. That's just how it is.
3: No, and, and it's resting on the one below them's head. Yes. One but, of them. In an
2: elephant trunk-like
3: fashion. Yeah. In a pachydermy fashion.
2: <laughs> Aaron joseph Peter, how are you?
3: Hey, man. Feeling pretty good.
2: Yeah? Yeah. You psyched up about quarantine?
3: I'm, pretty, I'm really loving quarantine. <laughs> yeah?
2: You loving, this, uh, you loving this election weather?
3: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just really was a big fan of the debate. I was too.
2: I thought it was so great. Yeah, it's a really good showcase. I thought it was uh, like... brilliant a, minds. A lot of steps were made for dual talking.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's almost like...
2: It I was think, like a... Yeah, it's like a kindergarten Zoom show. Because when you do that, we speak with one voice. Mm. Yeah, As a people.
3: That's right. That's, that's what, what I, I do. Know?
2: And, um, and basically, I, all I heard was a lot of agreement.
3: Oh, <laughs> You know what I thought was the best part of it is that at least five to seven different people sent me the same meme from the debate where this the split screen when you saw it right in the middle oh the pp i saw it seven, seven saw... different people sent it to me directly yeah
2: and then the profile the uh, yeah branch well. thank you guys all. thank you
3: for i mean we really have a solid branding here we do yeah, yeah, yeah people absolutely. were
2: like pp you know beyond everything they were like you know, here's here's uh here's the, real here's take the, away. the the literal writing on the wall yeah. was PP. Yeah. And that's what it's
3: all about. Yeah.
2: And that's how we're also all one because it's it, number one. And that's right.
3: right. And um uh You I got P
2: on this wall, you got P on that wall.
3: I feel really blessed. Yeah. Really blessed to be a part of such a great society.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a I world. don't feel like it's the end of the world. I don't feel like no, it's really. uh, that
3: smell is definitely not uh, the infrastructure burning. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's
2: infrastructure week, so it's. Perfect.
3: Oh, good. Infrastructure is weak.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of pe- a lot of countries they put their old people out to pasture. You know? Now,
3: who's talking? There is that my friend Matt Rousseau? Oh, hi. Hey. A lot of pe- a lot of countries put their old people. Which ones?
0: You know, the, the most most countries. That's a pasture. Oh, uh, they know? do. They go yeah. to the elephant graveyard. Yeah. 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 Huh. You know, we just we, we we let them run. Oh, Actually, right. I sent a picture. I sent a picture to John of. uh uh, Kennedy and Nixon, and I was like from their I, debate. Yeah. Oh, we're like, and they both have like they both have black hair. Oh. But they didn't dye it. They're both young, and yeah. it, it was like just that same group of people is still still president, basically.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting though. Like don't, maybe maybe they're they're their Don't you the think stepson, for um, and I don't want to get too car- carried away with this uh, because you got a profile to do. Right? That's right. But I think it's very funny that in that time, both of those guys um, were very young Yep. for, for presidential candidates. Sure. And, and it's a time where, uh, you know, it was the, the throes of, of the Cold War. Well, because all the old people had, uh, that had died or had PTSD. But, but, but we all know there was a lot of old people that could have easily slid in there. And, oh, but okay. everybody chose a young person, and I think it was that same kind of thing. Choice of a new generation. Mm-hmm. It, people were just like, "Let's go, fresh eyes, man, yeah. like let's have somebody like new on it, and yeah, you're right, it is it's still that same crew from Nixon that's still rattling around in there, yep. but at the time, you know Nixon was he even for a republican, he was very young, very new, and I think people well, were he also had been the vice president, yes, but still people were like i think um ready for some bold changes he was a go-getter that one uh, and and it's when you you think about everybody looking back on like the good old days they almost act as if it was always like some old guys in charge and it really no, wasn't
3: no, they at just, all that just that that group of people just stayed in charge for a yes, while yeah after that. exactly I think my favorite part was when they the moderator brought up the issue of race and blackness in America and then it immediately devolved into law and order
0: yes so, yeah is yeah, that, the, that's what you think.
3: <laughs> you talk about the black problem people? with
0: yeah. our cities is the is the rioting. Well, you and know, the, the thing and, and
2: there's it. there's a small thing here too that I just want to say that I just happened to read up on because I was I was reading about McCarthy a little bit, and they were saying that in a much in Mitch McConnell like fashion that, that they were they were basically telling McCarthy like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're. You're charged, like he went after Marshall from the Marshall Plan. Mm-hmm. He said you're a com. He's he's a communist. He would go after person after person after person. Yeah, and and he would just. uh I mean, I think Truman called him like America's greatest man, or something like that. Well, he he uh, was he was
0: he was red baiting for a while, and it just
2: didn't catch on for a while. But for, it, for, but the party was saying eventually it will do enough damage that we'll get a president in, and it did. Mm. After that, Eisenhower got in. So even back then, the Republican Party was just like. Tell lies, throw shit at the wall, and enough of it will stick that we will regain power. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, we kind of act like this is, is, is all brand new. No, this right. is a very old playbook. Yeah. You know? It's true. It's 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 just, uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, people are, are sick of it by now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe for four years, and then I'll be back. Anyway. Now, Aaron, I understand you want to talk about
2: some kind, gentle soul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: this is gonna be really good. Um, I guess you know we're talking about race in our in America, uh, in our cities, right? <laughs> this uh, this has uh, this it's quite. This is um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, a very very important figure uh in, in Black America. And and also just and, and who ended up having, uh, an incredible effect on then then pop culture at large, mm. and it's also subtly, uh, subtly and and, and and not so subtly, but uh but certainly you wouldn't you, you don't you wouldn't uh, hear about it you know in the a lot of people don't
2: know this guy's name
3: right but, um you know Dave Chappelle brought him up in his last one of his comedy specials, um. Ice Cube and Ice-T took uh, their namesake from this gentleman. Uh, ended up being one of the, uh, if not the, best-selling African-American author in America in his time. Six Amazing. Million, six million copies of books sold. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, this is the story of Iceberg Slim. Yeah. Notorious pimp and author. Mm-hmm. Uh So I... uh. <laughs> I I had heard about him before and then you know Chappelle did the thing and um and then I just saw one more thing on on YouTube about him I was like I got to get this. this book pimp is one it, this was the first book that he he wrote uh autobiography hmm. some liberties taken uh with his own story, just to kind of make it more efficient. He's changed some names in it because of the code of not like snitching on people. Cause a lot of people were still alive when he wrote it. But I also have, um, the actual biography by Justin Gifford, which is a little more historically accurate. Mm. Um, this book is still, uh, it's in, it's number four on Amazon's, uh, pa, I think philosophy of good and evil section. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's pretty great. Uh, so there is, this guy is just such a, uh, has such an incredible way with words that a lot of the stuff I'm going to go back and read to you mm-hmm. the way he says it because it's so poetic and rhythmic and musical. Um, and you can you can kind of see how he had, had it, like a, a, a big hand in influencing rap and rap culture. Yeah. Um, so I will be diving into the book and then for Patreon listeners, I will be playing clips from the audio book and different interviews and stuff like that because you just got to hear the guy talk.
0: And you know. the audio book is read by Scotty?
3: Bowers? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really the guy who did the audio for Scotty Bowers. <laughs> she came back. She Uh-oh. had my money. I said, <laughs> I was pleased. <laughs> you scurvy bitch. Get, um, so, this is... Um, <laughs> let me just pull a minute. So this is the uh, the story of uh, Robert Beck, a.k.a. Robert Moppins, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Kavanaugh Slim, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Iceberg Slim. Uh, he was born August 4th, 1918 in Chicago, Illinois, and um, his family, his parents uh, were part of the Great Migration, which was the uh, great... From the South. Exactly. From the South of about 6 million uh, American blacks who left the South because of segregation, Jim Crow laws, entrenched racism, no opportunity whatsoever than, than sharecropping. Basically, slavery was still going on yeah. when his parents are around. Yeah. Um, Growing up. So they moved to Chicago. Um and there was just not even even there with the manufacturing taking place and um World War One industries taking place that are in the Midwest, well, there still were not a lot of great opportunities.
0: In races.
3: <laughs> yes, it was so uh, wages were basically three times higher. In the north, in the Midwest, than yeah. they were in the South for black men and women. Even the women were that were just doing domestic work or cooking were still making more money than, um, yeah. than men were in the South. It was more of a market. There's more people. There's more people, and slightly more um, uh, 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 progressive attitudes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The race.
2: and yeah. and but but really, I mean, the competition would be enough to drive the the wage up.
3: Yeah, and and there were people were gone in war too. Yeah. Um, his dad, uh, was, a, a a real piece of shit. Um, when he was basically a newborn, his dad, um, told his mom to leave him on a Catholic church step. Hmm. Uh, he, <laughs> don't do that. He, you know, he was, a, he was a Southern guy and he comes to the big city. And so he just got like, and tr- like trapped in the, in the the glitz and the temptation and the vice of this big city in Chicago's uh, Blue the Black Bottom neighborhood. That might have been Milwaukee, but in their black neighborhood, it was just, you know, it was the white part of the city that kind of like forced the black neighborhood to be the den of vice. Right, right. For the, them the to south, go. The south side. Exactly. And uh he was, you know, gambling a lot. Prostitutes a lot, spending all their money.
0: Hey, if you give the baby away. Give then the baby you don't, away. You don't, you don't <laughs> the baby lose, away. You don't it's one less. It is yeah, one yeah. less yeah, mouth to feed. You know, uh, it's, he, it's no good in a Parker game.
3: He got so mad at the at Robert that he threw him against the wall Oof. as a baby. Jesus. Um, his mom left him shortly after that.
0: And took the baby.
3: She took the baby. Yes. Uh, picked him, scraped him off the wall, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and ran away. Uh, when he. <laughs> before i get to the next part let me just give you a quick um this taste, it, taste to, of the i give you a taste of of his life and and the and the and why i'm doing this story um and to to kind of give you a a, a heads up on the subject matter and the language and the themes because it's rough triggering uh, uh i hate that word but um this is, this is him from uh, the, the preface of his book. In this book, I will take you, the reader, with me into the secret inner world of the pimp. I will lay bare my life and thoughts as a pimp. The account of my brutality and cunning as a pimp will fill many of you with revulsion. However, if one intelligent, valuable young man or woman can be saved from the destructive slime, then the displeasure I have given will have been outweighed by that individual's use of his potential in a socially constructive manner. I regret that it is impossible to recount to you all of my experiences as a pimp. Unfortunately, it would require the combined pages of half a dozen books. Perhaps my remorse for my ghastly life will diminish to the degree that within this one book I have been allowed to purge myself. Perhaps one day I can win respect as a constructive human being. Most of all, I wish to become a decent example for my children and for that wonderful woman in the grave, my mother. Wow. His earliest memory is when he's three years old and his babysitter, Maude, uh, molests him. His mom worked long hours in a laundry and um, Maude was paid 50 cents a day to watch young baby three-year-old Robert. She was a young widow. Uh, She had a reputation as a uh, devout holy roller. Uh He can't really remember her face But he remembers This I remember more vividly The moist, odorous darkness And the bristle-like hairs tickling my face And most vividly I can remember my panic When in the wild moment of her climax She would savagely jerk my head Even tighter into the hairy maw Wow I couldn't get a breath of air Until like a huge black balloon She would exhale with a whistling whoosh and relax, limply freeing my head. I remember the ache of the strain on my fragile neck muscles, and especially at the root of my tongue. Yeah. That's his first memory. Uh, oh, God. It's a feel-good story.
0: Yeah. For right, her. Right. Yeah. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. You just awake out of Darkness.
3: Ah! Huh? Yes. This is the world! Um, <laughs> you're the sitter? <laughs> his mother. She uh, was the
0: babysitter.
3: His mother. Like, oh, you oh, asshole. No. no. I'm not happy about no. it No, you
2: are. <laughs> and I am too, because that's fuck mad. That's oh my good, god, man. you're I'm sick. I'm impressed. Uh, I never knew you'd sing to these levels. <laughs> very, very into that.
3: So, um, later, uh, his mother would meet a man, uh, Henry Upshaw, um, who would basically be the only positive male, truly positive male figure in his life. The only man that he ever really loved or looked up to. Um, it was, he just kind of a normal guy, normal guy, upstanding businessman. Uh, he, uh, ran a, a, a laundry business, laundry and tailoring business, um, in the black neighborhood uh and you know catering to the burgeoning middle class yeah um uh, of african americans in the city um his mother through his you know his help and all that uh opened her own like beauty salon um he was a good st- student in middle school robert um good speller good vocab clearly um he would go to church did the boy scout troop um the customers in his mom's shop were basically all the pimps and prostitutes and hustlers because they were there they had the money to spend um had to look good not a lot of white people were going into the neighborhood to get their shit done like that and they had to look good and he got him like saw this as this like huh like something's going on here. This is interesting. These people are like, they're really living it up. Huh? Um, and then there was this guy that would come into the shop, uh, Steve. And Steve was uh, a, a good looking dude. Fanciful. I think he was getting his nails done the first time he saw him. Hmm. And um, the mom starts falling for Henry. And Wait, who's Henry? Henry is that, the guy. Who came into the shop. Oh, wait, he, who's Steve Who's then? Steve then? I'm sorry. Sorry. She starts falling for, for Steve. Steve. Okay. Yeah. Henry doesn't really know about it yet. Because Henry's, you know, he's running his laundry. Upshaw. Henry Upshaw. Yeah. yeah. His, the stepfather yes. to right. He's, Robert. He's,
0: he's working. He's doing the nine to five. Exactly. Mm. If,
3: if not longer. Mm-hmm. Um, Try cleaning. Providing. Mm. Providing. His uh, yeah.
0: nails are filthy.
3: But um, Robert's mom starts slowly kind of buying Steve, the hustler's bullshit and seducing her. And Jesus. She they he basically convinces her to they con Henry, they steal his shit, and they move to Chicago. Like the businesses? Yeah, they steal like his property, like stuff in his house. Money. Oh God! Uh, and she says, "Oh no, we're babe, we're just going to see my cousin in Chicago. We'll be back." And he's like, basically pleading. While you take taking the couch, he can, can kind of read the writing on the wall. What's happening here? That she's being conned by this this smooth talking hustler who's dicking her down and promising her the world. Yeah. And um, like he's like breaking down. Henry is breaking down to her. And Robert is breaking down to Henry, and she said like he. Robert said like just like the icy glare in my mom's face was just something like I never forgot or forgave. Um, the icy glare towards him, towards Henry, uh. as he was pleading for her not to leave because he loved her. He was uh. not like the best looking guy or anything, but he was just. It was Henry Upshaw? He was Henry Upshaw, yeah. upstanding Upshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, so they go to Chicago, they leave Henry behind, the only man that... Chiton. Windy that, City. That's right. <laughs> the second city. Um, they go to Chicago, and they find Robert's real father, who has apparently straightened out, got his shit right, and part of the con with Steve is Steve pretends to be Robert's mom's h- cousin, and... They um, they want to like They need to stay there For a couple days While they get on their feet
2: With Robert's original dad? Yeah
3: Yes And um, so they, what, When Robert's original dad Is at work They empty his apartment Take all of his shit All his furniture
0: So they planned They planned that whole Yeah it, what, all,
3: uh, Henry did
2: Yeah um, Henry um, No um, Steve Yeah I'm sorry Steve Steve uh, Henry Up shows back there Crying that, his eyes right. out yeah. um,
0: and, and That's and, right And Robert's with
2: Henry or no, Robert's. Robert's, with, no, his Roberts with his mom. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Robert and Steve and 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 uh, uh Maud? No, Maude. no, no Maude. 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 she's Christ. got off
0: uh, Mary. Yes. Mary. Um Oof. Catch I'm catching up. She he
3: goes she goes by mama for most of the book. Uh so I'm gonna call her mama. Um, what did mama do next? <sighs> she got her ass beat a lot by Steve. Yeah. Uh, Steve, all the money that they got conning both um Henry,
2: man after man, he
3: just blew gambling and you know uh, shooting dice and he's like going, where's, the, where's same the thing same thing his what was what happened to his real dad it was just like all the vice and opportunity you know it just blew it yeah um he would threaten to kill Robert if he didn't run away, he couldn't stand like the competition or even just him being there um for Christmas he got a kitten from his mom, and uh, uh Steve killed it in front of him. <laughs> Uh, Yeah he's a real piece of shit And then like the serious resentment towards his mother Starts here um, As he's getting He's getting a little bit older Um,
0: Now was his mom Doing any drugs with this guy Nah
3: as far as we know no she wasn't doing any drugs She just got wrapped up He even says in the book he said for what the, The son of a bitch that he was For her to stick around he must have been Fucking really good in bed
0: Yeah well and also he was abusing her
3: Yes
2: so he was beating her and that's
3: yeah and then then the sweet and then the sweetness afterwards and all that and
2: just but also i think his resentment is coming from seeing the lengths she'd go to with you know people that he he trusted or or admired he saw i mean this was you know his
3: first experiences with women are being molested Mm -hmm. and then being betrayed, or having her betray yeah. people he cares his, about. Yeah, his yeah. his for you know his surrogate father for another man.
2: Yeah, and ruining any chance of normal. And then also his biological father when he comes back yeah, into yeah. his life. Exactly, and so he gets fucked s- over So too. many different ways. Yeah,
3: these are his. The, you know, these are like the the. And then he's also in- intrinsically tied to her. Mm-hmm. So. And he sees the power that this guy
2: has over everybody, so it's all But he's also thinking these men that he you know, respects or potentially could respect. Okay, uh, they're it, getting walked over. Well, Crazy. but they're, like they're also being like, all right, well you're with her. Right. Whether you're my son or my stepson, like so he's kinda getting viewed through the same lens, and that's that's gonna lead to resentment too, because he's not really on board with it.
3: Yeah, it's <sighs> It's really fucked up.
2: Uh do you think real quick, I mean I don't want to get into the end of episode discussion, but do you think there has to be a like a a bad uh mom
3: imbalance to become a pimp? They talk yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But yeah. Um it, that that specific conversation later happens uh with a, a a shrink when he's in prison. Um 3 months after he kills his cat, the mom Uh, his mom mama and he they they book it and they move into a hotel in the city Mm -hmm. um one night on his birthday he was waiting for his mom to come home from work um to bake him a cake okay and uh she came home three days later with her jaw wired shot shut and her body covered in bruises steve had stalked her in the streets for uh you know looking for her and um Beat the shit out of her, and then, is and like kick, kicked her, you know, fists and feet, and then just escape, escape through, quote the grimy catacombs of the ghetto. Um, he says that twenty years later, this is just kind of a quick jump forward. He says while well, he was he was in a um, a really nice hotel suite when he was later in his pimp game, and he he was just looking out the window, and he saw something familiar in the face of a, a garbage collector down the street. And uh, he blacked out. And the next thing he knew, he woke up and he was holding a gun, pointing at the guy. And the whole crowd was watching on the street. And one of his prostitutes was like begging him to like put the gun down and come back into the hotel and get off the street. And um, he he ended up, you know, coming to and realizing, holy shit, what am I doing? But he like fucking blacked out and almost killed Steve.
0: Oh, so you recognized him? You... Yeah.
3: It was him? Yeah. Holy did he did, he did he pistol whip him? No,. Nah, nah. Um, God damn. So you know this this experience that he had early growing on, all this, this this trauma is kind of what it's one of those things you you always become the thing that you hate most. You become like your abuser, right? So as he's becoming a teenager, he he gets what he calls street poisoned and he starts playing craps in the streets and he starts you know, smoking herb and stuff like that. Um, So it's kind of like, you know, Magneto becoming a a eugenicist, you know. (laughs) Uh, he um, There's a quote here. Good point, Aaron. I always go back to comic
1: books.
3: (laughs) He he says that he was sopping up the poison of the street like a sponge. And um, dangerously, I was frantic to sock it into every young girl weak enough to go for it. I had to run for my life one evening when an enraged father caught me on his back porch punching animal-like a straddle his daughter's head. I had become impatient with the unusual thickness of her maiden head. Hyman.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: He was de and really gotcha. got, got a little bit impatient.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: I started hanging around a lot of like the hustlers in the neighborhood. Um, he, he met this, uh, this one guy who was called Party Time and
0: uh, um, <laughs> you know what's happening when that guy shows yeah, up yeah they
3: call it was called party time because every time he would do a, like a, a con or, or hustle and make some scratch he would um he'd show up to the bar and say all right you poor ass bastards it's party time and joe evans is in port with enough scratch to burn up a, a wet elephant all you studs stop playing stink finger with these long cock whores and everybody <laughs> belly up to the log and get twisted on me Wow, <laughs> the rat! Like this book has so much length. Like the only note that the editors had when he wrote this book was, "I need a glossary." And the back three pages are a glossary of terms. Black like five pages are a glossary yeah. of terms. Um, party time is pretty cool, guy. Joe Evans. Party time. Yeah, he sounds fun. He his real first encounter with party time was when he um, Robert was was hanging out like uh, you know just out in the street around these these good time clubs. And and hotels, and um, he heard, he saw he saw party time like walk into this hotel room, and he can like kind of peek through, and um,
0: it looks like a party in there.
3: <laughs> he saw uh, he he saw this tall Viking type white man and his tiny but voluptuous uh, uh, female white companion, and party time all taking their clothes off. Nice. Hey. And uh, finally, they were all standing there naked. And he could see their lips moving, uh, but he couldn't hear, so he put his ear up against the window, uh, and uh, (laughs) he said that the the white joker was tenderly hefting Party Time's weapon in his hand, like maybe it was a Ming Dynasty pottery. He said excitedly to the broad, oh honey, can you believe the size, the beauty of it? And, uh, he says, uh, in the glow of the room's red light, the broad looked like an animated portrait by Da Vinci. Her eyes were blue fire in her passion. She, sh- she purred like a Persian kitten and pounced onto the bed. Party time stood at the side of the bed looking down at her. He was an ebony executioner. <laughs> His horizontal axe cast a cruel shadow across the snowy peaks rose-tipped. I'm talking about bresses. <laughs> my nice. trouser <laughs> front was my trouser front was tented as I pressed even tighter against the window I had never seen anything like this back in Rockford then
0: yeah. t- oh, Roqueford, Illinois. Oh, uh, can't keep him in uh, can't keep him in Roqueford.
3: the white man said a strange thing as he pulled the chair to the end of the bed and sat on the very edge of it he was breathing hard when he said all right now boy stab it stab it into her hurt her punish her crucify her Jesus good boy Christ. good boy uh yeah, nice. Yeah. He saw party time studding out uh, for this, you know, this white couple. And that was pretty, you know, not uncommon for good old white folk to come down to the black neighborhoods to kind of live out their taboo fantasies.
2: Remember? Right. Some some uh, cuckery. That's right. Yeah. Some
3: interracial cuckoldry a yeah. hot a uh, bull scenario. Uh, um. And so he, when Party Time leaves, that's when he kind of approaches him and and plays dumb, and he's like, hey man, you know what did you do? She was a real fine dime up there, you know, and that's how he kind of ingratiates himself to Party Time to learn kind of the ways of the con and <clears throat> and and eventually getting into um, prostitution and pimping. He sees this, and this is like holy shit, um, and that's how he he gets to know. It's mean, a
2: wild time.
3: Yeah, it's pretty hot. I mean, his yeah. f- his trousers. If, kind of, if you're
2: talking about jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, I mean, gonna, in, a if you're gonna intern on a, at a job, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say if you do what you love. That's a hell of a one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Start from the bottom. Like, you know, like electrical engineer has anything where a guy's being like, "Do you see his cut? Co- you see how amazing it is?" <laughs> but now you're gonna fuck me for some reason because you have weird racist shit going on in your head. Man, when I put that oven in. I come. Oh God! Oh boy! What a nightmare!
0: Especially because he's just walking past. He's like, I'm gonna go to the bar and have a beer. Oh, hey! Oh, Aaron
2: loves it too. Yeah, I kind of like
3: it. I say it's a nightmare. He goes,
2: "Ah, you know, some
0: nightmare. nightmare. nightmare So that's his first.
3: His first mentor into into, you know. The hustle, the hustle, right? Right.
0: right. No, he's uh, yeah, he's 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 at four o'clock in his hero's journey. So, or, uh,
3: yeah, yeah, maybe three uh, you know, thirty. He's crossed the threshold say, now. Yeah. He's finding uh, his. What's he um, saying? He's, he's, he's I never judge. So, so party time is a little bit older than him, right? He's in his twenties, and um, they start pulling um, kind of this what you find out to be a kind of a low rent version of the Murphy Con. What's the Murphy? The Murphy Con, the the real version of it is. When when white guys would come from the suburbs into the city, um, the con would go up to uh, the mark, the white guy, and be like, "Oh, you look, you know, I know, I know why you're in town. You know, I know all the best places. You know, there's this, you know, there's a a a spot up the street where they got all the finest girls. Mm -hmm. The nasty, yeah, yeah, they do, they do the nastiest shit. They do anything, right? Fuck a dog, (laughs) no morality, but you know." And I got to get you in because they don't just let anybody in, Mm. but also, you know, that, um, that these women can't be trusted. So
2: you need me to protect you. You
3: need me to protect you. Let me up Here, take all your shit, your jewelry and your money and put it in this envelope and I'll hold it. And like, there's a few other things in the Murphy about like kind of appealing to the guy's insecurity about not being able to afford it and stuff like there's all sorts of little mind yeah, yeah. games in the Murphy, but you take the guy up and you take his shit in the, under the guise of keeping it from the hookers, from prostitutes, uh, from stealing it from you. Right. Cause these, smart. Were, these no, are, crooks. Smart.
0: you don't want to just leave it, you know, on your person. No, and you so want to
2: leave I, it with some strange guy you never met yeah, before. I'll be,
3: I'll be here waiting, you know, all get that.
2: you into this exclusive club. So, well, it's also a thing too, where you think like you're going, it's the beginning of a journey.
3: Right. And it's it's
2: not, and it's the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
3: (laughs) So that's kind of, that's what the Murphy is. Him and party time, Robert and party time, they would do like, uh, he would have Robert who was, you know, 14 at the time. He dressed him up in a red dress and put him at the the dark end of an alley. And then when the white guy would come up. Party time would be like, oh, that's right over there. And you know, here, you give me the money, go walk down there. And once the guy was like in the middle of the alley, they were both just, boom, in. yeah, yeah. And then they split the money. Um, These guy's just And then Murphy dick would out. be left with his dick in his hand. <laughs> and that's what they call it.
2: Murphy, he's, aunt is a bitch. No, <laughs> I got no watch. I don't know what time it is or any fucking thing. Ara.
0: Ara. Uh, um, how many, how many, uh, How many calls to the cops of robbery were just guys (laughs) trying to fuck and just handing their jewels to a stranger? I'm after getting me fucking life savings (laughs)
2: stolen. I don't have a fucking pot to piss in, you see. They
3: took the pot. I was just trying to (laughs) nut.
2: Murphy. But this, you
3: know, in in Street Poison, there's just a lot more context in terms of... the dynamics uh, of race in these new ci- in these cities after the Great Migration, and mm, how you know the cops kind of turned a blind eye to a lot of these districts because one, it gives you the excuse to say that these people are animals. Yes. Two, they police themselves. They police themselves, and then you you as the, the like the upper class and the whites get to look down ex- on them, and they get to use them. Right. As their own vice. Oh yes, the things that you wouldn't do,
2: those people will do. Right. uh, In the same way that the uh, the Christians had the the Jews handle the money. Right. Right. And then Uh, they still benefit from it. Yes.
3: Because most of the clients of these places were we're too good for this. But also, we
2: want this service available. Exactly. Yes.
3: Um, And there's just so there's a lot of a lot of breakdown in both books. about that, in, in two very different languages, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's
2: yeah. Just, well, I mean, yeah, there's you know, I'll, I'll play some of the the that. white hypocrisy is is just
3: yeah. He would then work that absurd, absurd. R- yeah. absurd. Um,
2: Actually, uh, uh, can we take a little break?
3: Sure, sure. sure.
0: And we're back.
3: So um at this point roberts you know he's he's getting into some you know lascivious activities uh he's coming home really late at night so living with his mom and she kind of sees what's going on right and so she she's very like active in the community and she's part of all these civic groups and stuff and um really yeah she's a, like a you know she was a nice middle class. Still a PTA mom. Pretty much. I mean, she wasn't in the PTA. For all intensive purposes. For all intensive purposes. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh she she was making, you know, she was very active in the black community. Um and so she knowing that Robert was otherwise somebody with, with potential, um, she made some calls and and pulled some strings to get him accepted um, at the Tuskegee Institute. Really? Yes. She like there were alumni in part in a lot of our groups and stuff, and so they he got like basically it got paid for. He got accepted, and the Tuskegee Institute uh, was founded by Booker T. Was Booker T. Washington yeah. had a hand in that, and it it really was kind of focused on work. You know, you dressed up to go to. When you ate, it was very regimented, and and um, it was almost a, a bit of a technical school. Um,
0: I think some of it for Booker T. If I if I'm remembering this correctly, was like they they were always told that they couldn't be this. It like, it's like it's, it's, it's
3: part of that, and mm. it's also part of it was part of this doctrine. It was part of this compromise with white society uh, that don't don't reach too high. Mm. But we'll let you be a part of it, in but segregated. But you do these jobs, no. and so it was kind of being like, you know, be a be a credit to your race type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't reach too high. And so you know, some people looking back on it now kind of see it as. You know, somewhat problematic.
0: Uh, A little Uncle Thomas, almost. Yes, Hmm.
3: Um, but any it was regimented, focusing on work. Had a little bit of this kind of military um, standardization to it, Uh, and it just didn't vibe with with Robert. He he was a troublemaker, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In Pimp, he says he got a scholarship and all this stuff because of his good grades. And uh, but they had a ninety-eight average when I graduated his mom got him in um,
0: yeah but he wants to fucking hang out and have a party it's party time
3: he right and he likes he likes the street life yeah. right his mom his mom was saying like if you like hanging around these criminals so much be a criminal lawyer get yeah. a license to do it mm. i mean and he and later in life he was like could you imagine the wisdom of a woman thinking that? like a, i should have i mm. could have um so he um he the first thing in like six months or in the first 90 days he de-virginizes like six girls in town. Um that was part of the institute. Yeah, it was yeah. it was the curriculum. Uh <laughs> no, he just was mad horn dog. Um he says that he got into bootlegging and that's why he got expelled. It was probably it's more likely <laughs> the fucking. Yeah. What year would this be now? So this is Nineteen, let's see, thirty uh, something. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. Right, right in the thick of that. Yeah,
3: um, right. So let's see, he was probably fifteen.
2: Yeah, this is bootlegging like, was just also though so hard to avoid. Uh, if, he, if, he, if he
3: may have done it. Yeah, but it's based on like uh, like records, public records available, it looks like he was asked to leave after some questionable sexual interactions with you know, young girls. Yeah,
0: they're, they're, they're fucking the wrong person.
3: Yeah. Um, That's
0: the Dean's daughter.
3: So, again, his mother encouraged, after he got expelled, his mother again encouraged him, like, fig, you know, do something with your life. You're too talented. If you like hand around criminals in bad, like, you know, be a fixer kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Man. But seeing the pimps that were bringing the women into his mother's salon. And he was just way more attracted to that lifestyle. Um, Especially that basically. model of money and control over women that was just way more attractive, and also very concrete in, and exemplified in his face. You know, the the lawyer thing is is abstract. He's never seen it. It's yeah. a pipe dream. He sees the women coming in. He sees the pimps with their cars and their suits and. But their he also hair. sees
2: his own mother led by a pimp. Exactly, right. and he so and, away from the upstanding male figure that you admire. Yeah, why would
3: I want to be the guy that gets cucked? Yeah, I, I've seen you right,
2: leave, right? A yes. Henry. Yeah, why would I want to so be that? I want to be with. I want to be the guy that does the. the I want to be the guy. The, that gets my mom to stick around. And exactly. I never want
0: to be in the position where someone does that to me. Exactly. I want to always...
3: Yeah. Get them before they get you. Yeah. Exactly. That's um, wild, man. <laughs> he turned his first trick at 17, meaning that he got a girl to do it, not himself. He was dating this girl. She was 15. Her name was June. Um, and he basically, you know, he was, he was, they took her virginity and... um he was with her one night and was like, he basically said, "You know, do you love me? And she said, yeah. He said, will you do anything for me? Yes, of Jeez. course. Even turning a trick? Yep. And uh, he got a, got a room at a place and got a John to come in. She turned the trick in five minutes. And then um, the next guy to come through uh, went upstairs, saw her, uh, turned out was an acquaintance of her father.
0: Oh, Christ's sake. <laughs>
3: Guy comes down, calls the father. No, she gets sent out. He gets arrested, Uh, and he goes to. Um,
0: and the and the guy who is there to fuck. He
3: did not bust a nut, as far as I know. Yeah,
2: but he didn't get no one. But was yeah, like, yeah. Well, what mean, you, what's he it doing? Not, it, it, it's, I mean, it's, you're it's, not gonna believe who I was about to fuck for money. Who <laughs> oh, I definitely it's, your daughter, dude. Yeah, exactly. I swear to God, I was in this house of ill repute. I took a left and I meant to take a right. Good thing I, I'm
3: such a pervert that I found her. Yeah, I'm yeah. a good mm. friend. Yeah. Anyways, I was. Uh, like, can I get my money back?
2: Yeah, That's, like, is, all, that's like all those good Samaritans looking, looking for the the child porn guys. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. At least one of the good ones is down going down these sewers. Yeah. I'm just doing research. Uh, yeah, this isn't my apartment. <laughs> This is not so, my beautiful wife.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> How did
0: I w- get here? Yeah. <laughs> um so, There is water at the bottom of the ocean. You um, said it. Thank you.
3: He goes to uh to Wisconsin Green Bay Reformatory. Um twenty-two foot concrete walls on four sides. Um pure cheese. <laughs> Eesh. I don't know what Oh, because it's Wisconsin? Not Cheddar because. is bad oh, There,
2: Fine Roquefort, maybe. Mm-hmm. A oh, uh, gorgonzola. Or schmegma if that's more of your
3: type.
0: Uh, a sharp schmegma. Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah, want extra mild, please.
3: The building... Um, was built as a, it truly was built to be a reformatory, as opposed to like the the panopticon style of prison where the
2: punishment exactly. So uh, It w- doesn't
3: mean that it became that. Well, no, what-
2: no, but the, the 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 Green Bay thing uh, or or Wisconsin in general was yeah a little bit more progressive. Right. Do Do you mind giving a brief uh, just like a, a really quick uh, breakdown of the of the difference
3: there? Yes. So the panopticon, I think it was, Jeremy Bentham. his, his idea was to have you've got the guard tower basically in the center of the prison and the, the, those, the guards in the middle and it's surrounded by all the cells and the cells can only basically see into the center of the prison and not up or down that it's very isolating, but from the center you can see everybody. So pan meaning everything, opticon meaning, uh, you know, visual, uh, sight. Yeah. So well, um, you can't
2: see everything, but we all see you. exactly. You
3: see it's, it's, it's the eye in the sky type of thing. Um, but this was this was built differently. Um, it was also kind of built nicely. Uh, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it was uh, two massive cell blocks made of granite, sped out nearly over two hundred feet in each direction. Um, the entrance uh, is Romanesque architecture, four stories tall, made of solid granite. Arched Gothic windows adorning the front. A pair of eagles perched ominously over the front door. Um, and as he came in, as, as Robert came in on the bus, he said, when those high slate gray walls loomed grimly before us, it was as if a giant fist had slugged the breath from us all. The van went through these three gates manned by rock face hacks, carrying scoped high powered rifles, three casket gray cell houses stood like mute mourners beneath the bleak sunless sky. For the first time in my life, I felt raw grinding fear. Uh, so like this, it's built to be a reformatory, but it's terrifying, yeah. and it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, granite, uh, I'm sorry, rather uh, marble floors, imported from Italy.
0: Oh, uh, you gotta! If you if you <laughs> get the, if you get the chance, folks, you uh, gotta really? import your marble floors from Italy. Uh,
3: the columns oh. are made of marble, and they stretch floor to ceiling, twenty feet high. The rotunda, massive open rectangle, seventy feet by seventy feet, poured concrete staircases, ornate spindles, like it's. It must have been like something out of Rome or something. It's just,
2: yeah, but you know, it, some of it, it was. It, it, it's a fascinating idea to be like, uh, you've never seen anything like this. And, and also, do you understand that you could see things like this in your life? Right. And in, in the reformatory aspect, where where you Murals, go,
3: paint, uh, beautiful paintings done by prisoners, dramatic landscapes of Mount McKinley, Mount of the Holy Cross, the Wisconsin Dells. Um, he said. <laughs>
2: I'm still not saying that prison was okay, folks. I'm just saying. As far as the approaches to it, there is,
3: there are better, there are ways that are better than others. Yeah, there was yeah. there was a,
2: there was a movement
0: in in various things in mental institutions of, of different types of layouts yeah. that 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 you know give people you can see the wilderness there's not a there's there's rolling hills without
3: yeah. a without a fence mean, you know, we, we
2: got into that in the liberal approach of, of the warden the in the panzer episode too. Right, right. yeah and like, they
3: and, and his life kind of straddles the line between these two uh, two or three different modalities of <laughs> yeah, incarceration i'm guessing
0: the one where he ended up in eventually oh, boy, is, yeah is, is, as destructive as it can be
3: um he says that uh the, the, the cla- he learned that the classical architecture and beautiful artwork hit a darker reality within the so-called reformatory. This was part of the shiny, clean skin of the apple. The inside uh, okay. was rotting.
0: This is cow. what they show people. Right. What would they
2: have to complain about?
0: What you don't see yeah. is when all the guests leave, what they do to people
3: inside. Right. Most of the guards were white, you know, um, all racist. Uh, In Wisconsin? Yeah. He. Um, what, that cheese? He uh, he hung out there with uh, the so-called Mac men who were sent down from overcrowded state prison to finish out the rest of their terms. Mm. So these Mac men were all street hustlers and pimps and players and shit like that. And he would follow them around because he's 17. Uh, he's following them around just like listening to their rap sessions, their terminology, trying to absorb as much as he can. Yeah. Because this, he still is into that lifestyle. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. school for him, basically. This is an internship. yeah, and it's crazy when you see that they just and like this is your future, but you're still trying to like learn the, the ways from them. Um, but he also like he read a lot. He read Aristotle, uh, he really liked the picture of Dorian Gray,
2: yeah,
3: which is because he was you know, uh, he was very into his looks and presentation yeah all the way through his pimping career and even into his his old age um trilby which introduced the character of Svengali which he was obsessed with which is you know the the um the the master of hypnosis who would you know cajole and trick women into becoming his sex slave um and also read a lot of like, romantic poetry mm. keats and percy shelley um so he did like try, he, he gave it, you know, the old college try uh, during his time there. Um, he, uh, the, the food had worms <laughs> in it. Uh, it was really a nightmare. Throwing up, bed bugs.
0: But you have um, to imagine the the educational, the quote-unquote educational culture that he was taking in. Yeah. would be something that he would be conscious of. When he got out, absolutely, and I mean, then and then and,
2: and use.
3: I'm not know? wasting my time here. Yeah. Um,
2: Also, it's a place to belong in, in prison. You and know? it was very
3: there were clicks, and you know he just knew yeah. where to go.
2: And and you do need some kind of, you don't necessarily need need that exact protection, but those guys are instinctively going to protect you if they think sure, sure, sure yeah. You're into what we're into, and if they see
3: themselves in you, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. and don't make these mistakes.
3: Um, he had a cellmate, Oscar um oscar was beat bloody by a mute warden uh a,
2: a mute warden yeah oh like a mutie like he had
3: yeah yeah he had he had a, no he was mute uh he did not speak uh um, and
2: he was the warden
3: uh one a guard oh okay uh, sorry okay. Oh, not, oh, not okay. the warden okay, but a okay, mute okay. uh guard um <laughs> And then when he when you know he spent time, you you're know
2: the, Lord, the the mute warden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no we idea just we guy. just kind of intuit what he wants us to do. <laughs> you know, sometimes he comes down and beats the prisoners. Am I in trouble? When <laughs> oh, he does he's meet gonna the wor- be, he's gonna beat me.
3: He does meet the warden and when he first gets there and it's just like the mad most racist shit. <laughs> he's talking to him like right. oh, oh you well, you're showing up here, shit. you're dirty, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, really helpful. That's when cool Oscar point. comes
3: back from his beating after he, he gets better, you know, a couple weeks later. Sees him for the first time and he's, he's calling his name, he's, his back's to him, and he doesn't respond, doesn't turn around. And then he calls him again, and, and then he turns around, and all he, he doesn't respond, he just scoops shit out of his pants and starts finger painting shit on the wall. Holy shit. Uh, and then just stares at it like he fucking painted the Sistine Chapel. Huh. Um, he gets out uh, a little bit early uh, um, for good behavior, being more or less quote like well uh, adjusted. Uh, Goes back to Milwaukee. Um, His PO gives him an IQ test, and Pimp he says he got it was a one seventy five IQ, and it blew his PO's mind. Uh, But in the real autobiography, his IQ was closer to one oh nine, which is slightly slightly above average. Um, But IQ tests are bias bias anyway.
0: The the PO also uh, was probably racist, and it still blew his mind. Yeah, one oh nine. Wow.
3: Yeah. So as part of his parole, he gets he has to have a job, right? So he's He's like 18, 19 now, right? And um, he gets a job as a delivery boy for the local drugstore. Um he's living he's living with his mom. Uh, mom's still doing the beauty shop thing and he um, he goes down to his mom's shop and one day his mom introduces him to a girl that's at her parlor who's getting her eyebrows arched. And this is this woman's name is Pepper Ibitts. And um
0: a that's a good name. Yeah,
3: and they they you know they exchange pleasantries or whatever. Oh, I've heard so much about you. You're such a ups. You're such a nice boy. Whatever. She gets her eyebrows done or whatever, and then you know um, she but She walks
2: looks up. like forever intrigued. Mm. <laughs> she gets she gets them tucked <laughs> I up. Don't I don't know some. if it was the
3: eyebrows <laughs> or what, but she looked into me. <laughs> she
2: looked really into hitting the corners. I maybe it was the eyebrow.
3: Everything oh. I said, she was fascinated. She about. walks out. She gets into her convertible Cadillac. Oh. And as she pulls off They lock eyes And he's uh, just like Oh yeah That was the invite a, pedestrian. a couple days later Or he uh, She drives off in the Cadillac Looking good You know And yeah, she's driving eyebrows, a, She's driving like, a convertible Cadillac in the 30s As man, a woman right And eyebrows He asks around About her <laughs> And finds out That she was 25 Oh god Ex-prostitute <gasps> Who worked at the The swinginest clubs On the eastern seaboard Oh And that she did so well For sh- herself That she was able to save up And then she also like She double crossed um her pimp into a five-year prison bit whoa Very so then nice. she came to milwaukee to, to start over oh shit and um i wonder if she was ever at the boom boom room Ray's boom boom room? <laughs> 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 it's the most happening spot in all manhattan that's right it's part time every night <laughs> so um a couple days later uh he gets a um a delivery order that he has to fill and it's like a nicer part of the black neighborhood of town. Um, shows up with the fucking toms or whatever it is. I <laughs> just <laughs> got this, got a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tic tacs and, <tums>. <laughs> <Dora, laughs> and Tums. Door opens and it's Pepper, and she's oh. wearing only a pair of white lace steppins. What? And uh, he says that quote: "My erection was hard and instant."
2: Ah. Oh uh oh. no that's uh, hot
0: that's how you that's how you pitch a tent
3: she said he said it was a fabulous pad and her old man wouldn't be back for a week a week uh so i'm gonna read to you kind of the um some stuff here uh i was in her league but one of my greatest assays has always been assets as that i've always had an open mind <laughs> That freak bitch cajoled and persuaded me to do everything in the sexual book and a number of things not even listed. What a thrill for a dog like her to turn out a tender fool like me. She was a hell of a teacher, all right, and what a performer. If Pepper had lived in the old biblical city of Sodom, the citizens would have stoned her to death. (laughs) She nibbled and sucked hundreds of tingling bruises on every square inch of my body. Fair exchange, as the old saw goes, is never robbery. It took uh, me a week to good. get the stench of her piss out of my hair.
0: You know how it is. Yeah, they got a shampoo for that.
3: She sure had been pimped hard on the East Coast. She hated men, and she was taking her revenge on me.
0: Wow! She taught him to
3: snort cocaine. And then almost every time when he would go over her place, they sn- they'd they'd be doing cocaine. Chop it up. Yeah. Um, you learned quick. And we would snort it through alabaster horns, and then the mirrored bedroom. We would <laughs> made circus love until our nerve ends shrieked. Oh my god. Um. Pipper and that pure cocaine would have made a freak out of a priest. She put me on the fast track.
2: <laughs> we snorted the cocaine out of ivory tusks. <laughs> it wasn't decadent, but it was fun. They snorted Pretty cool. alabaster
3: <laughs> horns. Yeah. Um, uh, i insane. It sounds fun. This uh, is what the right.
0: y- this is what the yaks snort from.
3: So he you know, he talks about wanting to be a pimp, but right away he gets fucking played. This yeah. is called getting Georgied. And getting, getting Georgied, Georgied is Georgied when you give up your dick for free. Rule number one in the pimp playbook is do not give it up for free.
0: Not even your dick.
3: Especially
0: your dick. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Damn. Mm. Uh, because I don't know anything about e- the pimp
3: game. You don't. You got to read the book, which is <laughs> unwritten. <laughs> it's an unwritten book. Um... I think it's kind of written. <laughs> at least no, there, there this, is this is an book is written. There's an unwritten book.
0: Oh. It's like, it's like the, you know, those like rules in baseball that are in the rule mm. book, you know. It's the IRA training manual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't stare at your home run. The same idea.
3: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> don't stare at your bomb. Um,
3: <laughs> he goes to one of the guys that, that that hangs out at these clubs who's, you know, what they call a chili pimp. And a chili pimp is... <laughs> A pimp or poor excuse for one who's maybe got like one girl or had a girl at one point, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a fucking she a comes around sometimes. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, so uh um, she'll fuck you though <laughs> if she shows up. He tell you know, he broke the cardinal rule and and <laughs> he meets this guy. Uh, he goes to Weeping Shorty, who's this who's this chilling pip. So a lot of the names are changed. Weeping, Shorty. oh, okay. so the names are changed, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, he weeps, but as he's <laughs> you like, don't want to give him anything. He's asking for advice to weeping for weeping shorty. <laughs> um, and through tears, he says, "What? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, he's actually what they call a, a gorilla pimp." Uh, so heavy-handed. A lot of beating, not a lot of the the mental games that you want to play as a good pimp. Yeah,
2: he's just a dumb Uh, parent.
3: Yeah, and so as far as
2: pimping is concerned, he's a dumb parent. And
3: he's telling he's telling Iceberg or or he's telling Robert to forget her. You got like you need to go get a fresh bitch. She's been played. She's been pimped out. She just pimped you. You already fucked her for free. You're not going to get a dollar out of her. You're not going to dime out of her now. Go find. A, a fresh one that you can manipulate and start over with right um and during the course of this conversation because they're in his car they're in weaving's car one of uh, it starts raining mm. and his girls start coming back uh <laughs> to the car and you know they're soaking wet and they're like daddy open the door you know my feet are soaked um and Nothing's happened out here tonight. Let, we want to come home. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, God, without in like having hesitating, he says, You bullshit bitch. Make something happen. You're a whore. You're supposed to be hot. Let, <laughs> <He can't. laughs> you dumb chicken hearted bitch. What do you think I got this ass pocket full of full scratch for? Now get out there and work. Don't worry about the rain. Walk between the raindrops. Ooh-hoo. Walk between the raindrops. That
0: well, sounds like a Ray Orbison song.
3: So then he, they, <laughs> they go back out. Uh, e- he, t- he gives him more lessons. Uh some really incredible stuff that I'll put maybe on the Patreon. Um just sick mind game shit. But he doesn't take the advice. Uh really. He goes back and, he, and and being a gorilla pimp, the one thing he says to her is like, Well, you should basically just gotta like demand the money and if she doesn't give it to you, beat her ass. So he goes back and he tries to do that. He's like, Yo, I need some scratch to go get a new suit. Give me hundred give me, you know, hundred bucks or whatever, for twenty bucks. Um and she's like, no fucking way. No. And he's he he tries to whoop her and then she just fucking goes off on him and they just start fighting hardcore. And now, who is this girl? This is Pepper. Okay. Pepper Ribbit's who pisses his hair. She's, she's not
2: putting put p- up with p- it. in his hair.
3: Um and uh and then and then like as they're fighting, then they just start fucking. And make more circus love. Wow. Um Pepper eventually uh <laughs> he gets conned by Pepper and another guy named Delansky. Uh Delansky and Weeping, <laughs> they kinda they let they let they kinda give the give the goods to, to Robert that like, oh, you know, all you gotta do that you get, she's gonna have like five hundred bucks from her man, her husband, <laughs> uh at the house. So you go there, you have sex with her, and then you take that money and and um, and then you'll meet me on the street and all this shit.
2: Oh uh, yeah, there's always a later meetup point. Yeah, and it's so, such fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm.
3: So um, he does, and then he's out on the street. He gets stopped by the cops. He's got this money, and then like a key is planted on him to her place, and they fucking played him, and he gets two years in state prison for grand theft.
0: Whoa! So he was he was walking down that alleyway with his dick out.
3: Yeah, yeah, and. and he knew what was the way he. The first thing he heard about her was she was an ex prostitute mm-hmm. who crossed her pimp for yeah. a five year prison bit. Yeah. And it, and it happened again.
2: And uh, now Delansky is living the high life. That's
3: right. Probably getting his hair pissed in all sorts uh, of Yeah. Shit. He's
2: probably getting uh, scammed next. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
3: So, um, good for her.
2: He goes yeah, to, uh,
3: yeah. uh say more power to her. He goes to Wappen State Prison. Um, and that place is. Full of like like any real prison, full of clicks, right? Did um, you say
0: what happens state prison? Whopping,
3: it's whopping.
2: Oh, okay, sorry. W a u p i n.
3: Uh, W A U P U N. U N. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know he says the food was better. <laughs> yeah.
0: The marble wasn't as good.
3: The food was better. Um, there were industries there. You could learn a trade. Mm. Yeah. Um,
2: No Roman columns though
3: No Mm. No no marble floor He said that it was tough but in a different way than the reformatory The cons were older uh, A lot more murderers serving life sentences Oh
0: he's not a juvenile anymore That's correct I did what I did it was justified (laughs) God will sort me out Uh,
3: He he could go into the yard during recreation hours Learn other trades and skills uh, And you know But the real trades and skills he was looking To learn were with these cliques so like, right you know there were heist and con men that would get together and still try and con uh <laughs> they, they would come up with new robberies for when they got out Right, the fruits th- and the punks would hang out together calls them fruits and punks.
2: Uh, real quickly there was this is a big uh criticism of of, of of when they had political prisoners in in northern ireland they said oh well when they're not treated like prisoners then those just become terrorist training camps and I'm like every prison is is a training (laughs) camp for what if you're into murdering if you're into raping if you're into if you're into bank robbing if you're into every prison is a training camp for whatever you're into like it's such a like a like a facile stupid fucking argument against treating people like political prisoners because Every prison is that. Give them as some, evidence by what you're saying. Give them something to do so that uh, they. How, how about this? Lock them with another bank robber
3: in a room for 23 hours. What, are they a gonna, day. what do you think yeah. they're going to talk about? Yeah.
2: What do they know? No. I mean, we'll
0: give them something Perfecting to do. Perfecting crime. You know, give them something to do, like, uh, you know, learn something. and Or to, keep
2: them away from other people that are into fucked up shit.
0: Well, you can't. If you put them in solitary, then you fucking destroy
2: the man. But. Well, dude, you make them the headmaster of a school, and that's what you do.
0: That's, yes, that's, there you go. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody te- is their own headmaster of their own school. That's it. Yeah.
2: Just like in Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm one. Yeah. You know, you rule your own planet in Mormonism. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing in the... Yeah. In my criminal thing.
3: Uh-huh. In my criminal thing. It's called more men. Is <laughs> more men. <laughs> we need
2: more men. None. I'm sorry, we simply need more men. There's not enough. Or whatever, none, by, I don't care. It's okay, it's all fluid. Gender's debate. fake. Yeah. Gender's fake. Whatever. So. We're all liquid.
3: He, uh. <laughs> fluid? fluid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. He, uh. He still had this insatiable desire to be a pimp, so he starts hanging out with the guys who were who were at pimp. prison. Exactly. Yeah. So this he does learn a trade. He does learn his skill. Yeah. But not the ones that they want him to.
0: It's not woodworking, uh, but he will do. He
3: thought no, he was a member of a clique that thought not, nothing about nothing else other than whores and pimping. Um Sounds very he worked exhausting. in the laundry, so he got to keep his clothes like ironed and fresh and shit. Oh nice, yeah. yeah um, everything over there. He uh this is where he kind of met a guy who would kind of teach him some like the psychological tricks to survival. And he said that always remember whether you're a sucker or a hustler in the world out there, you've got that vital edge that you can ironclad your feelings. I picture the human mind as a movie screen. If you're a dopey sucker, you'll just sit and watch all kinds of mind wrecking damn fool movies on that screen. Son, there is no reason except a stupid one for anybody to project on that screen anything that will worry him or dull that vital edge. After all, we are the bosses of what that whole theater and show in our minds. We even write the script. So always write positive, dynamic scripts and show only the best movies for you on that screen, whether you are a pimp or a priest.
2: Now, is that a story about lying or is that a story about
3: positivity? It's about controlling... Your outlook of the world.
0: It's a little bit of both. Uh, Sometimes uh, positivity is lying to
2: yourself.
3: Okay. It's about controlling... You know, in... in um and
2: not it, having it, negative narratives. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, not yeah. being
3: susceptible to other people's narratives. And not showing what narrative that you are telling or believing. Mm-hmm. This, and so it's not giving up... You have to have iron... Your feelings need to be a wall. like you, yes. So remember in, tra- in training day, he talks or, about or, or, smiles and cries. Or fucking Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they do all like, the shit to fucking manipulate their feelings, and then come out of the room... Oh, and and like, that's not talking about it. And the dude it. is like, just right. forget
3: that shit. And it's...
2: Don't let them have right. a, 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 like, don't let them de- declare what the narrative
3: is. Right. And, and also don't let them see that it affects you because mm. it's too much information. You know, your smiles and cries in day is perfect because it's all about controlling your smiles and your cries. Don't let them know that you have a wife and kids because they know they can use that against you. Wear the mask. Why? Yeah. I'm not afraid to protect the ones you care about. Yeah. Um, Very he good. said that his rundown of screen theory saved my sanity many years later. Um he was a twisted wise man and one day when he wasn't looking a movie flashed on the screen and the title was death for an old con because he died in his sleep in prison
0: wow that's, that's poetic, poetic. Uh,
3: he says I sure missed that convict philosopher the wisdom he taught me took me successfully through my bit and um, he got three months good time uh, and got out a little bit early
0: he so did all that in three months
3: no he got out three months of oh, it. Three, oh
0: yeah. gotcha sorry yep.
3: Um. so he goes back he goes back to Milwaukee and dude straight up back into the pip game. Like I so guess this is what
0: late thirties now? He's yeah, like this, he's is, like, the, yeah, this he's is early twenties. Yeah,
3: he's in his uh um, very early twenties. Um probably twenty one. And uh the first thing he thinks of when he gets his fucking boots on free soil is I gotta get a stable, I gotta I I gotta find a whore. You
0: gotta fuck. Um yeah, well you just gotta he's,
3: and he and he he's living with his mom. Right still. Yeah, he didn't well, I guess
0: yeah, where else would you go?
3: Um How old is he now? Around 21. Okay. Um he uh this is this is he would he'd be plagued by these dreams. And this is you know, we were talking about the Sopranos and their dream yeah. sequences and stuff. Um Goose. He he says they were they were cruel plays. And they were fantastic. I would see myself gigantic and powerful like God Almighty. My clothes would glow. My underwear would be rainbow-hued silk petting my skin. My suits were spun gold shot through with precious stones. My shoes would be dazzling silver. The toes were sharp as daggers. Beautiful whores with piteous eyes groveled at my feet. Through the dream mist, I would see huge-shaped stakes. The whores' painted faces would be wild in fear. They would wail and beg me not to murder them on those sharp steel stakes. Jesus I would laugh madly. Springs of scarlet would spurt from their behinds as I joyfully booted them crotch first onto them. Sharks, spi- sharp spikes. They would flop around like dying chickens. They would finally fall away in a welter of blood into two red halves. And he would have another, he would wake and his heart would be racing and he'd, he'd be really trembling imagine. and he'd be in, in sweats. Then he would have very like, then he would continue having these dreams. I would be very tiny. A gargantuan yeah. Christ in a sea of light would be towering above me. In his anger, his eyes would be blazing blue suns. His silky platinum hair would be stand on end in his rage. A shaft of purest white light would shoot from the tip of his index finger. He would point toward, point toward a woman. Her back would be turned to me. He would hand me a barbed leather whip. And like a crash of summer thunder, he would command, punish this evil woman, destroy the evil inside her. The Lord so directs thee. And I would eagerly grab the heavy whip in both hands and I would bring it down with all my force on the woman's back. She would just stand there and the scarlet would drain down from her slashed back. She would be standing to her knees in a river of blood and she would turn her brown agonized face toward me and it would be mama.
2: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I knew it. Mm. I knew that yeah. the whole fucking time. That is, that is, Yeah.
3: I would be shaking and screaming in my sweat. It was horrible. I can never cut off the dream until its end. It had to run its fearful course. Those dreams would continue until his mother died. Damn. Whole life. Until she died. Yeah. Um, yeah but, so, I, that,
0: at that point, he's probably missing him.
3: Oh, yeah. I wish I, I was having just, those yeah, terrible I I was, dreams yeah, again. At least I could see her again. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. So he's... He's having this pimp. He, he's starting to build his little pimp stable. He's trying to, right? He's still not a pimp. He still want to be pimp, right? He had that one girl, and then he got, you know, across.
2: yeah, put away immediately.
3: Uh, and he didn't even pimp her. He had that. He, well, he one. He, he well, had, he had that he one girl that turned one trick, and then he got caught by her dad's friend. But like, didn't get any money. And then he got pimped by 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 Pepper.
0: Well, I think it's a it's a philo- philosophical question of, of if you don't get paid, To is pimp still or not pipping. to pimp? Yeah. Um, Officer, I don't have any money on me I was not pimping
3: So then he goes to he, he, he goes to Like one of the You know, these jazz clubs Or whatever you want to call them uh, Marijuana factories? And he starts to Yeah, marijuana <laughs> factories
2: <laughs> He goes to
3: And, and he starts like alright I'm going to put into my. I've learned all this shit I've done, you know It's, it's kind of this hero's journey thing I'm going to take the things that I've learned And I'm out in the real world I'm going to try it out, right? It's the training montage <laughs> And uh, And <laughs> And, this is uh,
0: he's, this is the the hero's journey. He's come back to the Yeah, the he world. might, you know, might everything he's it. learned, he now is going to put into practice. The log
2: on the back Rocky <laughs> 4. And so
3: this this girl at the bar, you know, sends him a drink. And that's like that's that's a prostitute move, right? So he's he's feeling oh, her out. Yeah. And so he immediately is just like what the what the hell is you with what, you know, what, what the hell's with you sending me a drink? you know, uh, he goes, bitch, my name is blood and my wire wasn't off the wall. It was real like me, bitch. You sure got a filthy, sassy job. It could get your ass ruptured. Like immediately just coming hard at her. Um, and she's like, I ain't no bitch. I'm a motherfucking lady. And the stud ain't been pulled out of his Miami's womb that kicks my ass. And so she's like giving it right back at him. Call me Phyllis. God damn it. Be a gentleman and respect me. I'm a lady. Uh, and then he's just like, he still hasn't learned to like control his emotions yet he's still not iceberg he's still trying to do that and control the movies in his mind and the movies that he's showing other people right so he's just like i just i I lost it and uh, (laughs) you stinking black bitch you're a fake there is no such thing as a lady in our world you either got to be a bitch or a rag in drag now (laughs) Now, bitch, which is it, bitch? I'm not a gentleman. I'm a pimp. I'll kick your funky ass. You gave me first lick, bitch. You're creaming to eat me up. I'm not a cum freak. You are. I'm a freaked scratch. <laughs> Money. The blast had moved her. Uh, the, those joint rundowns sure worked. Is said it worked on her? Uh, he uh, he called the shots and he
2: meaning and that she was paying him. She was
3: but she she bought. She kind of backed off because his game was tight. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was hard.
0: She saw that she wasn't in power. She didn't, right. Yeah, she,
3: she bluffed. And, you know, it's, it's, there's a dance there. Yeah. And there's a,
0: it's a poker game. There's
3: a language, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, he said, he said, then I went, to, I went to the bathroom and told her, wait. He said, Bitch, I'm splitting. When I come out of that crapper, I know your pussy is jumping for me. I know you want me for your man. Some lucky bitch is going to steal me from you. You better toss that bullshit out of your mind. Get it straight, bitch, and tell me like it is on the way out. You had your chance. After tonight, you don't have any just like the most aggressive like... In or out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm gonna go take a shit when I come out. And so yeah. he goes in there and like he's trying to make it look like he has more money. He takes like a wad of toilet paper and wraps some money around it so it looks like he has a fat stack. Oh, like he's still faking trip. it, right? Right. Uh, it probably
2: takes some pretty dope shit too. Yeah. Hey, His oh, money yeah, smells yeah. like shit.
3: <laughs> um, and so Phyllis kind of ends up being his first prostitute that he that he's he's pimping out.
0: Right, he came back. Hellas, yes. it's he's used everything he's learned, and now he is. It
3: seems like he has her right, and she's like, "Oh man, you're a cold blooded sweet motherfucker. I go for you. Let's go back to my pad and rap." And they go back to her place, and then she's like, "You know, uh, she's trying to still play the game of getting him to fuck without paying, like." You know, it's it's a who's gonna break first scenario, and he has learned the hard way that he's not gonna give it up before he gets the money from her, and uh, then he 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 beats the shit out of her, Uh, and he rips part of his clothes up and ties her to the bed, and he says that he puts her through that nerve shredding routine Pepper taught him, and so now he's like ravaging her sexually. And she's in, like, she breaks from the beating and, like, relents. And because everybody here is fucked up, right? He's in, like, everyone's fucked up and they're kind of into it. Or they've, this is the routine. Sure. This is... This is what happens.
0: Sure, or it's a safety mechanism.
3: The, and it, it had this is like this is par for the course, which is like the beating happens and then the sweet, temp, the love right, making, right, sex happens and then like I, I give you a bath. Yeah, and yeah. Really
0: you fall into the rhythms, you know.
3: Exactly. She's already done it before. She just didn't now have. I wash the piss out of your head. Right. That's right.
0: It'll take five days.
3: Um, and she she blacked out four times <laughs> during the the freak sex. She did. Yeah, because she's tied to the bedpost and he's just like going to town oh, on Jesus her. Uh Steve. he takes her car, her Ford is now his car. <laughs> he
2: scandalized the shit out of Matt. <sighs> God. Go yeah, the, Ford,
3: a, it, the the car's his now and he, It's a Fiesta. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. The fiesta's over, John. This isn't party time.
3: <laughs> it's
2: It's,
0: it's he, not a Fiesta. It's not Johnny Fiesta. It's
3: a Ford what? A, he you a, know, he just like he he tells himself like just Ford remember Ford. remember what they That's told crazy. you that act like you don't have a dick get that money that's yeah. all you care about
0: there, there's there is this uh, uh it's the sisyphean um thing about when you're learning something you push the rock as far up as you can go because you, the rock can always roll back, mm. yeah, so you, and so you have to see what the boundaries are. So you push the rock up as, and it's a thing. That's a thing they use. It, it, it's, it's from everything to voice acting, apparently to pimping. Yeah. It's you have to see have
3: find to where test. the edge is. Yes. Yeah, so what's because
2: the rock's should, always going to roll back. You, and you said back. that was Sisyphus.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. He uh, he just keeps. He's, you know that money that you get from them is a. Psychological commitment. Yeah. That is yeah. the hook that you put in them. It's so counterintuitive. Sure. Yeah. In a way, you would think that getting the sex without the money is kind of a bigger hook, but demanding the money before is what hooks them to you.
2: Well, it's, it's, it's creating value where there is none. And, and it's saying, you know, that's the thing, you know, one of the things. The first time I ever thought of it, it was when Seinfeld talked about it in Comedians Cars, and, and he goes, Imagine these girls going like, "Wait," and then I, I, do that, and then I give you the money, right? it's and I get, it's, it, it's absolutely preposterous, but it's also every bit as preposterous as donating to the church, yeah. It, saving your soul with huh? a, a twenty in the basket or whatever. It, it's it's just as ridiculous as it's you're buying. You are buying something, yeah. That's why the money gets forked over. Right. But you also have to... Buy, you're, you're buying security. Uh, you're buying um, a brand. Yeah. I, I would say yeah. in, in, the I, pimp, in the pimp world, uh, when it comes to the church, you're buying salvation or whatever. Yeah,
3: and that too is a psychological game. You're like,
2: establishing yourself in, the, in, I mean, a, in you, a certain it's, way. It's a,
3: well, you, front, have some, th- you have something to give,
2: which inherently means you have worth. Right
3: sure yeah and and right. that that game gets played out in the pimp game too because there are all are all there is also the the confidence boosting aspect that the pimps will do right it's like you know you you get out there and you're the one that makes that money like you are you, you can, you're the star you can run these streets the you are the star so it's you know it, it's it's total reverse psychology in both ways which is you ain't shit you give me the money but also you are so worth that people will pay you to fuck them and, and, and you con these motherfuckers and, ju-
2: and i'm just your manager right
3: I get a percentage. And so it's just like when you feel like shit, I build you up and when yeah. you, feel, when you and get when you too hot, I yeah, make you yeah. feel
0: like shit. Um you also have to imagine though the, the refractory period is uh, you know, not a lot of not a lot of stuff gets done. Exactly. It, so, you it, know, it, in it that makes, moment there's it, not a lot of money going. You know, you have to it. be,
3: you know, you have to be
0: uh,
3: <laughs> you have to be God to these women and if they can touch God whenever they want, you're not God. Mm-hmm. Oh that's very good Aaron I like that That's very good I, It's from the documentary no, <laughs> uh, I take it back um, So they go to they, He moves out of his mom's house She's fucking crying He's like oh I got this car From a friend uh, They go to Chicago <laughs> uh, He gets He's got You know he's got scratch now So he, he gets a new clothes He starts hanging out in the clubs Where uh, the pimps in, in Chicago Are hanging out And like Chicago at this time Is fucking going off dude Yeah This And it's crime ridden and well, is, uh, I mean, if you mob think, time, yeah, and that's just the white part. Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, it's and so it, in the districts where crime is uh, the blind eye is turned to or is actively encouraged or allowed. It's really crazy. Um, you know, uh, the uh, the black mobsters were allowed um, to run their number games. Yeah. Um,
2: Probably because they were paying up. To Cicero or something, right. and, yeah. and they, and they, yeah. did, they
3: didn't have—they didn't necessarily have to. Um, there were just things that the mob, the mafia just kind of like, if you just do that, that's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, just don't cross the street. Yeah, that type right. of thing you know, you know, was a big thing. Yeah, right. uh, the, it was called the, policy.
3: Yeah, that's what it was called. It was the that game was called policy because they were kind of like insurance policies, and it was um, you, know, a, you know, let's say you're a single mother, you could put five cents in, and the payout, even on a small win, was really big. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the money could go a little bit further. Um. So it's, it's there's a really great breakdown in Justin Gifford's book called Street Poison about policy and how it, it in the same way that the mafia was looking out for people in the neighborhood for a price, policy was kind of that for a lot of the downtrodden yeah. uh, blacks in Chicago at the time. It
2: is interesting though that just I mean, as predatory as a lot of their stuff is. There is a lot of stuff in, in organized crime where you go like Oh well that's better than what the government does. Yeah, well yeah, they, for sure. Oh they, well,
0: they put some thought to this. And that's
2: why the government is also like, oh well we need to get rid of that right away. Yeah, true. you know, yes. uh, unless they're blackmailing uh, Hoover about being a homosexual <laughs> or <a> cross dresser <laughs> I mean no, that was really the thing. It was I mean he d- out and out denounced the idea of organized crime for the longest time because they were yeah, blackmailing him about being just a gay guy. Yeah. You know.
3: Um, yeah really really interesting breakdown um, and they, also I
2: think I, I just want to say here too is that there's there's an interesting thing with with the guys that are are going um, after they migrate from the south to Chicago and then they're like the guys you know that are considered these you know fucking scumbags or whatever they're just acting like what they saw white men do in the south exactly you go out and you drink and you gamble all, of, all and, of
3: And you treat black women like shit.
2: All of the prestigious white men were doing exactly that kind of thing. That was what you were told a free man does. That's right. Mm, right, right. And it was a horrible example, of course, but wouldn't you, if you were denied it for the longest time, if you saw the opportunity to do it, you'd be like, well, I got to go do and, that. And when you do it, you're like, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, and there's a, there's a character later here uh, that I'll probably talk about more on the Patreon because he's a whole person himself. He, he breaks down the history of pimping the... Uh, after uh, the emancipation of slaves and uh, the indentured servitude part, you know, right. the reconstruction, probably what happened there. when all of a sudden the whole dynamic changes and then like pimps start act enacting some of the same, poli- uh, you know, strategy to um, manipulate black women that was being done to them before. And so it it's well i'll talk about it on the patreon um yeah, yeah it's, and it involves one of the, these characters coming up but um like i said they go to chicago he starts hanging out with the other pimp learning more of the game and um you know he's a young guy amongst all these kind of older cats who either washed up or were never really big in the first place so they're, they're sending him to go do you know run numbers or, or pick up booze or whatever and one night he's picking up um they send him to the liquor store to pick up some stuff and he catches a glimpse uh out on the street it's a cold night uh, but it's out it's it's out in public and he sees this pimp kicking the shit out of this woman. Uh, and and they, they find out that this is, it's this pimp named poison. (laughs) Uh, it's not a good name at all. And so we find out who this guy, he's well dressed, but he's king and and people are looking, not doing anything. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then another dude tells him like, do you think that guy's bad? He's nothing compared to sweet Jones and sweet Jones. His real name is baby bell. And that's, a re- that's the person that I'll talk about later on the Patreon. That's his
0: real Why didn't he keep that name? Uh, n-
3: no, no, no. <laughs> the names were changed in the story. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, the sorry. real okay. historical okay. person okay. that Sweet yeah. Jones is is, is, is Baby, 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 Bell. Okay. Okay. Uh, Baby Bell. Baby um, Bell, uh, so it, it, it's, it's Preston tell, telling him that that's poison, and poison is nothing compared to Baby Bell. Mm. Um, Who's Preston? Not, it's the guy. Descri- it's another pimp who's gotcha. describing the, gotcha. that guy that you see kicking the shit out of that yeah. woman, with everyone not doing anything about it.
2: That guy's poison is nothing compared to. And you. If
3: you think that's something, Baby Bell, exactly. Um, and, he, and he just tells how hard that Sweet Jones or Baby Bell mm-hmm. pimps. They said he, said he had a stable of a bunch of girl- white girls, which is a no-no, and or even just impossible to do. Girls of all sorts of races. Um, he so Preston is telling him about his experience with uh, Baby Bell. Not only you know Baby Bell, he had he would when he would go through town, he would carry twenty cases of, of luggage with him, all of his shoes and outfits. He had a Deucenberg in the thirties.
0: A, du- a Dusenberg? is a, that like a bidet?
3: A Dusenberg is a extremely. Extremely opulent luxury vehicle at the time. Their term, "it's a doozy." Oh wow, it's wow. a doozy. Is from a Duesenberg. Oh shit! It cost like thirty grand in the Depression. Oh okay. They were for movie stars and they you know, whole twenty
2: twenty a, Yeah, uh, and, and luggage Like
3: they were for royalty and super rich movie stars. Right. Um, and the
2: driver's seat had a toilet.
3: So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, and well yeah. because you can't let your driver get out the driver's seat. You're not driving a Duesenberg. No, yeah, getting, yeah, It's yeah.
0: Deuce in, Berg. Deuce in Berg. yeah. <laughs>
3: uh Jewish Jewish fellow driver um <laughs> so he uh it's just it, everyone's playing everyone here um bell baby bell played Preston when Preston was trying to make it in the pimp game, and
2: he, he georged him
3: no different he made him think like oh, i'm your I'm your mentor I'll be like your uncle man you know and so he lets him. It, Damn, the term is called pulling a coat. Hey, pull my coat means like you tag me, t- bring me along, and show me how the game goes, and so yeah, you know, you know, mentor me, mentor me. So Baby Bell was was uh, pulling Preston's coat. He's Preston telling the story, and um, and then he would just start like after a little after a little while after teaching him stuff, he start like berating him and belittling him and calling him like an, a, a gr- he's green, you're a square, you, you ain't you really ain't shit, and so like he starts doing heroin. <laughs> to kind of earn the good graces of baby bell because oh. the heroin Wait, Preston,
0: tries- the guy who was, who was stringing him, who was, who was dragging him along. No, 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 Preston was following baby bell. Right.
3: Okay. Right. Okay, okay. And, uh, in order to, to kind of impress baby bell to prove that he's not a score. He starts shooting heroin. Uh, and
0: <laughs> that never impresses it. Then
3: he gets hooked. Yeah. And that's, that was the whole point. Yeah. So now Preston is there I mean, baby Bell is pimping his girls out for him yeah I'm taking care of you while you're sick because he's oh, not now he, he's the one scoring the heroin for him nah. so he's sick and he, he doesn't leave the house for days at a time and he always
2: absorbed and made yeah. it a subsidiary he's it's become no, exactly. his own it's either. a hostile
3: takeover he, he's pimping this guy. He's pimped him he pimped yeah. him out yeah um it's Damn. just and then, you know, in the white and
0: the white mafias, they just shoot a guy. So
3: then, so <laughs> yeah, this is so fucking sadistic. And so he gets him hooked on heroin. Like I said, he gets sick. He can't work. So all, I got to take care of your girls for you. And just that cycle keeps happening where he's the one scoring for him and just scoring him just enough to not be sick, not, but not enough to like,
0: uh-huh. get high uh-huh. or even Damn. work.
3: So it's now his stable. And then like one time he sends him out to score and he Drops a dime, gets the cops, it arrests him. So Preston had went to jail because Baby Bell was prim- pimping his shit and Whoa. took all took his stable. And so like that's the that's the cautionary tale that Preston is telling Robert, Robert Iceberg as he sees what looks like a nightmare pimp, poison. He goes, No, 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 no. Baby Bell's the real son of a bitch. It makes this guy look like nothing. How do I know? I'll this guy's only
1: beaten.
0: With so it.
2: does Robert ever have this thing where he goes like, "Why were there pimps that told me the truth, and why were there? Why, I, yeah. Why were there pimps that steered me wrong and like yeah, steered me just, so wrong and steered me so right? Like, like.
3: Well, a lot of it was him just ignoring the warning signs. A lot. He he sees the gla- the glitz and glamour, but it's also opportunities are limited. He was seduced by. The money and the looks and the control. I mean, he's a damaged person. But even
2: even then, a guy telling him something that's like, here's a really bad thing that happened to me, it's not flattering. It's not. And then you go, like, but you're going. He saw it as a challenge. But you're going, like, okay. Who Robert did. Yeah. Yeah. He said, that's
3: not going to happen to me. Sure. And he even said. But even that that.
2: guy telling him that, wouldn't he be like, is this like a sympathy grab? Like, what's going on here with Preston telling me this story?
3: well, you I know, think part of it is also like you always identify This is a hard.
2: G- I, mean, I mean, motive. I think is a good thing that people should do in general. And these are guys that have had to do it, all especially
3: their, when they're pimps. All right? their yeah, all their lives. The storytelling is for part sur- of the manipulation, for survival.
2: But the search for motive is something that people don't do nearly enough. Yeah. When yeah. anybody comes at you with anything, and they'd be like, "Hey, did you hear what somebody said?" Blah blah blah. You're
3: like, "Okay, why would you?" Want to tell me that? Yeah. What's like, the, why did you? Right, right. What's you the know, point of this? Well, some people just like to talk.
0: Yeah. You have to imagine for some people, that's this story. This is just. Yeah. But it's, it, it's just. Um, also, it may, you know, for Preston, it's not, it's not like Preston's
2: doing therapy. Oh, uh, yeah. Fu- uh, he can fucking unload on this kid. But the guys that are so in the game, too, a lot of times they get burned and then they learn from it. Right. And then they create a more uh, nefarious scam.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So
2: you would assume that, you know, Preston would be like, all right, well. Uh, he got this over on me, but now I'm doing this kind of thing. And then there's sometimes just old guys that are like, well, I don't want to see you have hard times. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's it's also like mm-hmm. telling
3: like old stories on the road or old, yeah, like, sure. Yeah. It's, it's what else are they going to talk about? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're They're not, not, the Cubs win. Yeah. There's just not a lot to talk about. He, he's, as he's telling him the story, you kind of like see, you know, he says, you know, when I, I he finally gave me, he, 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 he has, he can't, he has no choice, but to have baby bell cook him up the heroin in the spoon and shoot him up. And like, so like Christ. there's, there's that like submission mm. that is demanded by the, by the situation and by baby that it's like, see what you would see how you are without me. See how I save you. Yeah. That kind of, so he, he there's, uh, there's ways to pin people without ever having sex with them. Mm. And he's, he finally gets, you know, gets right. Uh, from the heroin and baby standing there with him. And he tells him like, I know you've stolen my stable. I know I've been a sucker, but I I need you to give me a thousand dollars. Like I got to kick this habit that you conned me into. And I'm not going to give you any headaches. Just give me a thousand bucks. And he says that, that baby just stood there like a black Buddha. And I thought he was going to put his foot in my ass, like, like one of his whores. And he just grinned and he pulled my robe from the floor and put it around my shoulders. And baby said, sweetheart, I know st- I did no whores from you. Those whores would have blew to the wind if it wasn't for me. You got me. I'm just like your whore. Wouldn't you rather I had them whores than some bastard you couldn't cop a favor from? Of course I'm going to give you the grand. I'm even going to give you back that buck tooth yellow whore you had. I want you to straighten up, sweetheart. I love you.
2: Oh, Jesus my God. It's just like
3: yeah. so sick. I'm your whore. Can't yeah, you yeah. see? Don't you know? I'm going to give you the money. I took, you know, all this what stuff. What I did to you? No, you did that
2: to me. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Just the back and forth of He's, guilt and responsibility. Yeah. And, and Today before noon, so I'll
3: send you a quarter piece. You got no reason to sweat. Baby's in your corner. He tucked me into the chin and walked out. The runner came with 200 bucks uh, around 11 or 250, the quarter piece. And I was starting to believe that Baby Bell was only, you know, kind of half a piece of shit. At 12, two cops broke the door down. I was draped in my PJs. They found the heroin. They booked me for possession. He went to jail.
2: God damn.
3: He goes, I left my hair, my teeth, and good looks in the joint. Oh, God. A con ran a shiv into my plumbing. That's why I limp and pee out of this tube in my side. Oh, fucking. I damn. haven't had a horse since. Damn. And so that's when he's like, you still want to have a crack at at, at baby? Look at me. Do you still want to have a crack at this guy?
0: Well, also look at me. If you're gonna, if you're gonna shoot for, don't miss.
3: And that's what he saw. I was yeah. like, I'm not a chump like you. I'm special. Like, right. yeah, I'm
0: not gonna know. do heroin.
3: Right. I'm not gonna get hooked on heroin. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get pimped. I am the pimp.
0: Oh. But thank you. Right. Uh, let's uh, let's take a, another little
1: break. All right. Let's go. You're back. And
0: we're back. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah. Should I just really just interject a little bit of weird, funny shit real quick? Just yeah, change yeah, the mood yeah, and get absolutely. back to the story.
0: Cool. Well, uh, I just want to say what I just want to repeat what John just said during the break is that the setup of the supervillain shit I think is yeah yeah
3: yeah you're seeing this person who is ignoring all of the I mean in one way it's inspiring like he's not letting you know the, the world tell him and telling him no it's, it's <laughs> right, stop him but right. you just see like all these warning signs that you are fucking ignoring dude Everyone's yeah. telling you that this does not end well but he's he's he wants it so bad
2: but he's also seeing the big bad mean uh, uh pimp exemplified by uh baby bell by yeah. baby bell from from uh preston and
3: I, well, I'm not going to be Preston I'm going to be baby
2: uh, But that's the thing too that I was saying is It leads you to a, a, a Game of Thrones type thing Where you go like Are you going to be more savage than baby Are you going to You're
3: talking about Daenerys Targaryen
2: uh, Yeah are you, are you going to out savage baby Are you going to do something totally different And less savage that outmaneuvers him still mm. How are you going to become The king So what's this and interjection gonna, Are you
3: going to break the wheel um okay
2: uh you like my hypothesizing
3: (laughs) yeah that's real good man
2: and so you like my hypotheses Uh, Uh, so this is this
3: is just um this was in the forward and this is kind of as he this just a quick jump forward to give you a little bit of hope for just some of the just the wild antics that will eventually take place dawn was breaking as the big hog scooted through the streets car my five whores were chattering like drunk magpies I, smuddle, I smelled the stink that only a street whore has after a long, busy night. The inside of my nose was raw. It happens when you're a pig for snorting cocaine. <laughs> my nose was on fire, and the stink of those whores and the gangster they were smoking seemed like invisible knives scraping to the root of my brain. Gangster is weed. So there was some, they smelled like weed and ass. Mm, gotcha. I was in an evil, dangerous mood despite that pile of scratch crammed into the glove compartment. God damn it, has one of you bitches shit on herself or something? <laughs> I bellowed as I flipped the long window towards me. For a long moment, there was silence. Then Rachel, my bottom whore, cracked in a pleasing, ass-kissing voice. Daddy, baby, that ain't no shit you smell. We've been turning all night, and ain't no bathrooms in those tricks cars we've been flipping out of. Daddy, we sure have been humping for you, and what you smell is our nasty whore asses. Oh I grinned wildly inside, of course. The best pimps keep a steel lid on their emotions, and I was one of the iciest. The whores went into the fits of giggles at Rachel's shaky witticism. A pimp is happy when his whores giggle. He knows they are still asleep. Oh <laughs> God! So that is that. To oh,
2: Matt's leaving the show.
3: I got it. Oh, so, so here's the thing: is that at this point, he's still not Iceberg, right? And and Iceberg was never his real, real. Iceberg is a a gnome de plume to a degree. He used to go as blood. He would go as other names, but his name back in the day in his true pimp life was Kavanaugh Slim. Kavanaugh. Uh, Yeah. But he did
2: Irish name. Yeah. Uh,
3: He did. He was known for his icy demeanor that he crafted because he says that I always had a sucker streak in me. I didn't truly, truly hate. I had to have the poker face. I had to because a lot, he says a lot of the other pimps out there naturally had it because like, their moms threw them in a trash can when they were born. My mom was not like my mom fucked up a little bit that I held resentment to, but like, I really didn't hate my mom. I still talk to her. Still dedicates the book to her. What's that? He dedicates the book to her. When you see the stuff later is really incredible with her. Like he doesn't truly hate his mom or women. I mean, he does, but it's hard for him to do some of the things like be stone cold icy to, he has to psych himself up, as you'll see, to do a lot of this. It's, it's, he wasn't a natural brutal pimp. He yeah. was a natural.
2: But when he did it, he had to look unfeeling.
3: Right. So he, um, after he, he, you know,
2: Pressa doesn't make it any better. No, not at all. It's just, <laughs> no. it's just, no. it's
3: just an idiosyncrasy of the character It's to show you the journey. That's all. It doesn't make him any better than sure. any of the other guys. And he'll tell you that. Um, what I'm saying is that, you know, Preston tells him this story about what it's like to be a pimp and to be pimped and it doesn't end pretty. You end up with a limp and peeing out of a tube in your ass or whatever. Mm. But he's, you know, I'm not going to be that. I'm not like you. I'm not a heroin junkie. I'm not a pussy. I don't have white girls in my stable. All that shit. He's, I've got to find out the secrets of pimping. I don't want to be a half-assed gigolo, like gigolo lover like the white pimps. I really want to control the whole whore. I want to be the boss of her life, even her thoughts, I got to con them that Lincoln never freed the slaves is what he said. Oh my God. He just has, he spent like his education was in jail with all these fucking maniacs where he got immersed in it more than any other, anybody ever could, you know?
0: Um, but he's, you know, this is what it takes to be. That was his league of shadows,
3: right? That was his in training by the masters.
0: Um, let's say, you know, Barry Bonds is, uh, one of the greatest baseball players ever, and he's like, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. People like these guys. When I I'll take steroids yeah, and, and you'll I'll see. And I'll show you what a fucking real baseball mm-hmm. player does on mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah. And then he becomes just this <laughs> big, ungodly
2: yeah. space alien. I'm gonna, gonna resurrect like, Babe Ruth and give him steroids.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. So uh <laughs> you know, he has a he has a rough night uh at a at a bar one night. His 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 main bottom girl. Uh, Phyllis is, um, she's at, she's back at the hotel, uh, or she's out, she's out working and he has a fucked up night that we could talk about on Patreon. He's kind of in a bad mood mm-hmm. and he gets home <laughs> and she, the first thing she says to him is like, where have you been, daddy? You know, like, uh, do you love me as much as I love you? Do you, do you miss me? All this shit. Um, and <laughs> he knows that he has to, he can't accept even that kind of questioning. Where have you been? Unacceptable. He doesn't want to do anything about it. He's had a bad night, and he he says that a heart aching montage tornadoed through my skull. I gritted my teeth. I felt my fingernails ice picking into my palms. Her love con had resurrected sad old scenes because that's her also kind of conning him a little bit. It's like oh, I love you, Daddy. Where you you know that kind of thing. Everyone's playing each other, and. In his mind's eye in his movie screen, I saw Henry on his knees blubbering to my mother about his love for her. I saw his pitiful eyes begging Mama not to break his heart. I saw Mama kicking herself free of his clutching arms. I saw that terrible look of scorn and triumph on Mama's face. I thought about the worms that had devoured his flesh in his lonely grave.
0: Ooh, that's good.
3: And then he beat the shit out of her. Oh, it's not good. Like he psyched himself up or, or, or was... Triggered by this about a woman conning a man for love.
0: And he wasn't <laughs> necessarily, it was, he was beating an idea of himself. Almost.
3: Certainly. He, I'm not that guy. You won't do that to me and I'll show you. And, Jeez. uh, I mean, it's pretty brutal in the book and I, I'm not going to describe it, but, um, then, you know, he puts her face in some ice water to help her out after. And then he just, oh, uh, but then he, uh, then they have sex. <laughs> uh <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um it's, it's the the abuse. I mean, it's con- you know, that's the, Yeah. It's uh, the rhythm of the of the abuse. The rhythm of the control yeah, of the abuse. Or the forced
2: yeah. situation. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: it's definitely forced, but it's it's the it's the agreed upon routine, basically. This it's, is you know what this is. It,
2: yeah, the whole thing is really really Fucked
1: up. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, it's
0: agreed, but it's not agreed. But that the routine is the
2: it, yeah. There's no. Yeah, I don't need to break at that this point, down. that point, yeah, it's having sex with me is probably better than beating the fucking shit out of me because yeah. Yeah. you're mad about your stepdad.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's also it's also his way of psyching himself up to be the pimp he, he thinks he should be mm-hmm. because it, it is kind of harder for him to be that. He says than some of the other guys, but he still does it, so it's fucking a nightmare and it's unacceptable. But you kind of just get a glimpse into it, how he does it and why he does it.
0: Yeah, none of this is 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 uh, an explainer of making it
3: okay. No, it's just it's an
0: understanding of 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 how how point A gets to point B.
3: Gets to yes, point C. absolutely. Um, this is not an endorsement. <laughs> um, no. And then he then he just kind of there's just more in this in in this part of his life where he just kind of gets better at the manipulation in the mind games. Uh, and he just kind of just replays the stuff in his head. Okay. He kind of has this like total recall of all the, the lessons that he was, he was taught. And, um, you know, he talks about the pimps in the joint telling him that there's nothing more important than what makes makes a new bitch tick. And why, uh, scrape her brain, find out what makes her find out who the, who the first Joker was that laid her or was it her father or who make her tell you her life story from the get like straight uh. up. So you know the motivation exactly. Uh, if the trauma remember... and
2: how to manipulate exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. Things. What to push. What to.
3: It's.
0: <laughs> did, did
3: yeah. No, go
0: ahead. I was gonna say this. It's like it's it's like it sounds like a CIA, You know, CIA mind control experiment
3: without a doubt.
0: You know, it's like instead of giving people acid, you beat the shit out of them until you can. Now tell me everything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then. It's also like the first thing when you go see a therapist Or something like, start from the beginning.
0: Yeah that. yeah so why are you here exactly. just, I'm not going to say anything you talk And, and
3: then you, um, yeah. So then he uh, He sees um, He sees Sweet Jones out again Or Baby Bell He sees Baby Bell out on the street again Driving the Duesenberg being a mad pimp um, And he follows him to this, this club called The Roost and he's got his stable there all sorts of like like multiracial women which is so like unheard of at the time you, it's usually just black pimps and black women but he's got all sorts he Samoan has a, he has a pet ocelot
2: <laughs> ocelot at the Ocel-
3: bar yeah it's like a yeah, yeah. Cat, cat thing yeah. really.
2: big ass claws yeah. oscillating
3: <laughs> yes. uh And then.
2: He also got a lazy Susan.
3: He shows up and he, he kind of like makes himself known to the crowd there, like kind of like in the. In a, in a, in a, and he calls him over. And at this point, he's still not Icy Iceberg. He's still like bright eyed and bushy tailed, smooth, young, uh, slim. Robert. Robert. He's still Robert. He's And he like tells him, like, you fucking grinning motherfucker. What are you grinning at? I'm going to push your face to this table and my cat eat you. Like. Quit grinning at me like that. Are you a bitch? Or are you? Are you? A, do you want me to pimp you out? I will fuck you here in the street, like that I'm kind of shit. I'm not sure
0: yet. But it's it, it, it's the 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 parallels with something like you know almost Goodfella type thing. Like mm. this is the guy who runs the shit. I'm just you know up and coming, so I can be kind of spunky and fucking right. Dickhead. And
3: even then, it's like that's what he's trying to do. And 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 baby's like, I'm not playing that shit. Like come back when you fucking stop smiling. Mm. Um. And so then he meets this guy, Glass Top. And, glass, uh, top. glass Top's another kind of lower level pimp who's kind of baby adjacent. <laughs> glass Top was. sells a lot of drugs. Ah, uh, and he okay. takes him. Um, I got a soft head. I got a Glass Top car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard, but it's fragile. <laughs> uh, so he hey, tries to so- ingratiate himself with Glass Top because he knows he knows sweet. Or a baby, mm-hmm. Babyville, and this is this kind of in. So he's like, "Yo, man, pull my coat." So like everyone's playing, everyone all the way up to the top, and they go to Glasses' spot. He's got a fish tank, and there's he's got women a glass everywhere, of fish and he's like, "All right." And he has the like he has one of his women take off uh, Robert's belt, and they sit on the bed, and they bring out coke, and he shoots coke for the first time.
0: He shoots it. Yeah, uh, he shoots coke for the
3: first time, and the way he describes with it with his own belt. Well, yeah, you're supposed to tie it around your arm and all that shit.
0: You could use anybody's belt. It's ceremonial.
3: And he's like, I felt like a ton of nitro exploded in me. My ticker went berserk. I could feel it clawing up my throat. It was like I had a million swipes in every pore from head to toe. Swipes or dicks. I feel like I had a million dicks in every pore from head to toe. It was like they were all popping off together in a nerve-shredding climax.
2: I had all the dicks.
3: There were dicks in every pore of my body coming at the same time Oh yes. my God. I was quivering like a joker in the hot seat At the first jolt I tried to open my dry mouth I couldn't, I was paralyzed I could feel a hot ball of puke Racing up from my careening guts I saw the green stinking, stinking puke Rope arch into the black mouth of the waste basket I felt the cool <laughs> metal against my chest I saw Top's manicured fingers Pressing it close to me He was saying, you'll be alright in a minute, kid You thought I was bullshitting When I told you I had the best stuff in town and yeah, then,
0: Also, it's the first time we did it. It could have been and, like, and then... This cat food's delicious. <laughs> and then he says, like...
3: Fancy piece. <laughs> I felt like I'd blown apart and all that was left were my eyes. The tiny, prickly feet of ecstasy started dancing through me. I heard melodious bells tolling softly inside my skull. I looked down at my hands and thighs. A thrill shot through me. Surely they were the most beautiful in the universe. I felt a Superman surge of power. And then he starts like then the confident like he throws up and, and he gets off that first bang right and then he's just like oh man i'm into this like he it, it's kind of this mystical experience right and um you know it's it's taking taking the red pill or whatever or you know <laughs> Alice, shot, in
1: sure
0: yeah the, yeah the oh tr- i see it i get and, it and
3: um and he's just like yo i'm 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 gonna be the best pimp in the world. Like he's he's high as fuck and he's mad he's mad oh, about he's it.
2: Dreaming about it.
3: He's no, he's not dreaming. He's awake. He's no, I know, fuck.
2: but he's he, he's that he, you know he's in he's the talking midst, shit in the midst of the high. He's like yeah, you know, I'm like gonna a, fucking turn the game around exactly and
3: That's exactly
2: sh- yeah. They, uh, they, they, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily because do <laughs> we just. Fucking show the needle and stuff. Oh, something. no, yeah, we didn't know we all shot Coke and then we're like, I'm gonna turn the pimp game around Yeah, yeah we all been there. What are you talking about? No, but I'm talking about like when you're, you're drunk and you're fucked up
0: and you're like, This is how I, I gotta do this. I gotta, this is how
3: exactly. You know? But even then, he still has the wherewithal to play top. He plays glass top here because he's like, I was thinking, even in like the mo- most high I've ever been, I was so focused on the game that I knew that I needed to play Glass Top and appeal to his ego. Mm. And so I would tell him, like, you know, Top, you know, I was thinking about, like, how much more common sense and cool than you got than than, than Baby Bell. You know, I was just thinking of that, like, <laughs>
0: nice, how dope nice. you are. That just occurred to me, man. You know? Oh, man. Like, it's something about this drugs.
3: And Top was like, oh, you know you know, Baby Bell? he's like, well, no, I just saw him last night at the Roost. And, like, you know. He talks, I, you know, I talked a
2: lot of shit I, about me. Yeah. Is he said it he was going to like, fucking
3: blow my head off. And, hmm. you know, I just, you know, I just sort of thought you were way cooler, anyways. And so, like, that kind of <laughs> ingratiates him with Glass Top. And, like, so they have this kind of bonding, quote unquote, moment. And um, he's like, you're right. I am cooler. I am very yeah. cool. I've been telling people. And, and nobody gets it. Yeah. Glass you Top. <laughs> really you like get that. it. Yeah, fine. Thank you. We're his friends. Do you right? feel like there's a million dicks in your purse right now, too. <laughs> and so then he, Glass Top tells um, Robert the story of Baby Bell and where he came from. Uh, again, whole, why he doesn't like white chicks or white people. Um, really crazy.
0: Say uh, you're saving that one.
3: Yeah, I'm going to save that for the Patreon. Baby. $5 a month. <laughs> so sometimes it goes, you know, he. Time goes by, and... um, Not a lot, but just doing his normal pimp thing. And... um, Sorry, my (laughs) headphones just died. Um, (laughs) So...
0: yeah, Keep going, keep going. I'll I'll get you another...
3: So, Glass Top uh, calls him one day. He's like, yo, I got a plan to get you hooked up with Baby Bell. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they still... They both want... Like, Glass Top thinks that they are going to play him and take some of his girls, but really robert just kind of wants to have him pull his coat right because he's the top he's the best he's the best and um, so he's
2: using glass top to get to be able to be in a position to pull the coat of baby bill right and and baby bill has already told him come back when you don't smile
3: exactly and um (laughs) dude uh thank you i'm gonna get these headphones on ladies and gentlemen sorry
2: No. Getting intimate with the format. What?
3: Get intimate, get intimate
2: with, with the format. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, get intimate yeah, with the, in the, format. the format. Should I bang some some girl? This <laughs> it's, it's the new world. It's the <laughs> internet. <It's> Learn <laughs> love <internet>. Uh <laughs> So they um, the plan is that I'm gonna I got a meeting because who's I'm. Gonna, I'm? Uh, sorry. Uh, this is uh, Glass Top. Is that I'm gonna be selling some drugs to Baby Bill, and yeah. I'm gonna bring you along, cause you know that Glass Top's got the best drugs. You fucking, you saw it. You puked it up. You love it. And I, that's my connect it, to Baby. It's is that glass that I, 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 Baby. That's right. I sell drugs. Yeah. So I'm having mean, I'm gonna be selling them a bunch of shit. You're gonna come with me. I'm gonna tell them you're my cousin from out of town, and you are just you know uh just trying to. Pick up on the pimp game. You know you, you've never you've never done it before. You're fucking a nothing, right?
0: So Baby Bell seen this guy and doesn't really know, but he, he's also saying he just saw
3: him and didn't like and the way like, he was don't grinning. smile, right? He okay. just didn't like so the just, way he okay. he was, you know.
0: And he probably was like, "Who's that?" And someone's like,
3: "I don't know." So
0: smiling motherfucker, Robert. <laughs>
3: that's right. <Robert. laughs>
0: like that's Robert. There's no Robert, eh? see?
3: So on their drive there. Even that he's getting more Getting hip to the game Because Glassop was like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you some more shit Like and It's just oh, more shit. of this Fucked up head game shit That they play on these poor women It's like <sighs>
0: It's really fucked up
3: Yeah It's um, Pretty fucked up It's, it's just basically like <laughs> Go getting ahead in, Getting him hooked on heroin yeah. and, You yeah, know I, 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 the I drugs. got Okay here we go with this Uh I could talk like a sweet head shrinker to her, talking about uh, his, his whores. Uh, I pump her full of H, right? And, I, and then, you know, her skull her skull starts to jelly, and I'll be worried as hell about her. I'll start sneaking slugs of morphine or chloral hydrate into her shots of heroin. So they're extra, extra. Jesus. While she's out, I'll maybe douse her with chicken blood. She comes to, and I'll we tell her I to- brought her in from the street, and I'll tell her, oh, I hope you didn't kill, kill anybody while you were sleepwalking.
2: Oh! I got a thousand
3: ways to drive him goofy The last rod I flipped I hung her out a fifth floor window and give I gave her a jolt of pure cocaine So she'd wake up outside the window I was holding her by both wrists Her feet were dangling in the air She opened her eyes when she looked down She screamed like a scared baby She was screaming when they came to get her You see kid I'm all business I ain't got an ounce of hate in me
0: I mean, we talk about what John McCain went through, but what,
3: this is... You know, I, mean, he, I don't have an ounce of hate He's like, me? this is just business, and I'm doing it to control, like, their, just to control their reality. Jesus. And later, yeah, and there, They are. They ask, they ask uh, Iceberg, like, you know, what do you think about the life of a whore? And he's like, it's got to be 100 percent a pure nightmare and misery all the time. The pressure of the pimp on them to deliver, the pressure of the street, the cons that they face, the threat that they face every day. I cannot imagine what it is. And, I,
0: and then it, they get a, like, and then at the end of it, he says that. They in, get a,
3: later in, in in an interview later in his life, yeah.
0: And then when they try to escape from it, they get arrested for being a prostitute.
3: <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, so and it's then like, probably raped by a police officer or something yeah or at it, least not, it's just like
0: uh, miss were you just tortured for the last 15 years well no now we're gonna put you in jail
3: so they get to they get to uh, Baby Bell's penthouse right and this is kind of in a nicerish part of town but it, it's definitely a nice penthouse and um, they pull they pull the car in and, and a white guy comes out to park the car like a white valet you know good evening gentlemen and we're here to see Mr. Bell and they go up and uh, to you know, Mister. Uh, they give a fake name for for Richard uh, Robert. I'm Freddy Fraud. <laughs> well, I'm his cousin, right? <laughs> I'm Jake Fraud. Um, so they go up.
0: Maybe Jake Glass <laughs> They
3: uh, they go up and <laughs> He says that a uh, we stepped out onto a gold carpeted entrance hall, and it w- the entrance hall was bigger than Glasstop's living room. And that was the nice place with the fish tank and all the women and the drugs. A skinny Filipino in a lame gold outfit <laughs> came toward us. He was grinning and bowing his head. His hair flopped across his skull like the wings of a wounded raven. Uh, gold chandel, crystal chandeliers, gold suits, all that stuff. Uh, fo- follow me in, Follow me this way, right? And just listen to the description of this scene. All right?
2: Okay.
3: We followed him to the brink of a sunken living room. It was like a pasha's passion pit a green light inside the gurgling bowl of a huge fountain beamed on the vulgar face of a stone woman squatting over it she was nude and as big as a baby elephant <laughs> the <laughs> red light inside her skull blazed her eyes staring straight ahead her giant hands pressed the tips of her long breast into each corner of her wide open mouth she was peeing serenely and endlessly into the fountain bowl <laughs> we stepped down to the champagne oriental carpet sweet uh, baby bell was sitting across the dim room on a white velour couch he was wearing a white satin smoking jacket he looked like a huge black fly in a bucket of milk (laughs) miss peaches was curled at his side she was resting her black spotted head on a silk turquoise pillow bell was stroking her back she purred and 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 locked her yellow eyes on us i got a whiff of her raw animal odor (laughs) miss peaches is the ass a lot bell said sit your black asses down Uh, you've been dangling me what happened did that raggedy nickel hog break down did your car break down is that why you're late so this is your square country nephew talking about Robert, right? Um, glass top sat on the couch next to Miss Peaches, and I sat in a blue velour chair several yards to the side of glass top. I was nervous when, uh, when Baby Bill looked at me, and I grinned at him.
2: No. and then I jerked my
3: eyes away. No. I jerked my eyes away to a large picture on the wall over the couch. A naked white broad was on her hands and knees. A Great Dane with his red tongue lolling out was a straddle her back no he had his paws hooked under her breast aaron her blonde head was turned looking back at him her blue eyes popped wide open glass up said man that hog ain't no plane i hear as quick as i could you know i don't play no games on you and then robert says you know thank you mr top uh, mr mr bell for letting me come up here
0: so nice of you
3: and uh, he recognizes him he's like aren't you that little shit i chased out of that aren't you smile the smileiest guy <sighs> yeah. i yeah yeah, exactly. You know, that was me. And I beg your pardon for you know making doing the sly thing a lot. The, but uh, I, I, maybe I could have got a pass if I told you his nephew. But I I just don't know much here. I, he plays dumb, right? Huh. I'm a simple caveman. Exactly,
2: yeah, your world frightens and scares me. Is the,
0: is the is this scene? Chappelle read this book before he wrote Half Baked because this is the scene.
3: Yeah, uh, Samson.
0: Yeah, this is them going to see Samson. Mm-hmm.
3: Of course, he, yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> that is a yes <laughs> cuban bee. ah <laughs> uh, yes uh so um that's the crazy scene that 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 baby's built Bell, baby ball's place is and um my thing
2: is this aaron yeah is you go like i'm sorry i came in here with that fake bullshit you go like what is the whole level scam
3: but it's also like you can still always uh, appeal to an ego. Right. And he's just, like, I'm not here. Like, I'm not trying to get some blessing for pimping. And you know, I just.
2: So I'll learn more from you. He's
3: like, I, I just you don't want to be a stick up man. I don't want to be a peddler. Yeah. I don't want to be selling drugs. You know, the white man has like all these, the good jobs. And and Baby Bill hates white people because yeah. of what happened to his his family, and uh, and his race at large, <laughs> uh, by and large. But he appeals to his his contempt for white America and the white man, and yeah. his ego as being the top pimp. Mm. And you know, I just I just want to be like you. Yeah. And you know, he uh, he kind of is amenable to the idea because he just thinks he's a square country boy, he's not smart enough to try and get one over on him. still smiling. Right? Yeah. So he thought, he didn't know that he was just a country, quote unquote, country bumpkin. And so now he's less threatening and is appealing to his ego and his contempt of the situation for black people in the city in America. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's a little more amenable to it. Plus he came back.
2: Mm. Yeah, and he came back mm-hmm.
3: he, he tried again exactly
2: that's a exactly ambition goes a long way
3: exactly yeah um and that's genuine ambition too that's this. that is not the con right that's right, real right. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, gets yeah. me
2: in the room i, I will do it um, and it's like oh suddenly i'm not supposed to be the. Uh, uh, check me out i'm actually a woman there I, go. Like, oh, no you're not you <laughs> fucking, you were smiley here last time and you're like okay i'm not a woman yeah. hey, well, you got me but i'm here I just want to be here
3: so the he's walking around the penthouse a little bit more some nasty other shit happens uh and uh, the music's playing and um he sees some more pimps and whores like just kind of hanging around talking just, shit and, and yapping and then you kind of get your first um <laughs> at least in this book you get an idea of uh the pimp the toast
2: ah the shit talking
3: so yeah this one is the toast so there's there's like dozens shit and shit talking and then there's like the boasting oh, right okay. which later gotcha. gets kind of converted into rap and um both do Exactly. exactly, the shit
2: talk and yeah. the brag. Yeah, some Rudy both Ray- get moved into rap, and so R- one of the R- Rudy uh, Ray Moore and oh no, no, yeah, Rudy that's, Ray Moore absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that with the with uh, uh, Dolomite. Yeah.
3: Right? Yeah. Rudy Ray Moore played Dolomite, and maybe this is
2: yeah,
3: it's absolutely it's uh, well, by this, born out of
2: the, of the same kind of this. Yeah, this
3: book. Oh,
2: you're saying this, specifically?
3: This book was the first. Glimpse into that world in not, I mean, you could it made its way to mainstream, but like nothing had ever been written like this. Period, end of right. story, full no, stop. No, 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 no right, but, in, but, the,
2: in the movie, they play it like it comes straight from the street. Right. There, there, they're, they're, Rudy, the Rudy Ray Moore had
0: albums he, he he put out there were albums of him, but even then, were just it was just shit talk, but
2: it was jokey, right? It wasn't, it wasn't, but even this. then, it was supposed to be from like wino guys, yeah, on the street, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: right, right. But like, what year was that?
2: And I want to say 70 something. This
3: was, it came out in like 68. Yeah. And that was after a lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This was the world's first look into that. Yeah. And it was sold in drugstores and porno shop. Like this never made it into bookstores. Yeah. Um, So anyways, here's the the first look at the toast is the pimp says before I touch a square bitch's slit, I'd suck a thousand clappy pricks and swim through liquid shit. They got green puke between their rotten toes, and snot runs from their funky nose. I hope all square bitches become syphilitic wrecks. I hope they fall through their own assholes and break their motherfucking necks.
2: Oh my god!
3: So there's that's that. A,
0: that's exactly what they
3: roared, They begged him to do it again, and
0: yeah. that's how I feel.
3: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that nice?
0: It's important to take a stand,
3: yeah. Um, and then like. I then this other way. woman shows up This what this <laughs> pimp and she tries to like suck his dick And he's like I'm not gonna let you suck my dick until you paid me And so he's like playing the game there at Belle's place And she pulls out a fucking switchblade And starts like, unzipping his pants With the other hand And then This is Belle stops her And he's like he's mine Put the knife away You nasty bitch Don't fuck with him He's mine
2: He's my, well, he's so mine, subsidiary, no, just
1: pimp.
0: mine. What do you, what do you think that he had done during that time? That, I mean, was there, was there anything specifically that, 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 that stood out to
2: you of why he would... Uh, probably Baby master?
3: Sorry, I'm not sure what your question is. Well, what, why
2: would Baby Bell be like? why, why am I taking on Robert and yeah. and making him Iceberg Slim? He probably would have done something that was. Worth taking over. Was there any moment during that
0: visit where you're like, "Oh, this is what? Wh- why would Baby Bell do that? Because it doesn't seem like..." I mean, so, I mean, he is, he is, well, uh, he's the, grabby, uh, right? He wants to, he wants to other, own everything. There were
3: a few other times um, where the, you know, there's, this is a party with pimps and whores. right? And everyone's not only fucking doing drugs and all this stuff like everyone's also trying to like con everybody and when this, when shit. Red Cora shows up and she's like I'm gonna suck that pretty dick of yours pull it out or I'm gonna cut you and he's still like no that's a test yeah he's following rule number one of the the book right you don't give up that swipe for nothing even if there's a knife at your dick mm-hmm. and so it's so my understanding that Bell sees that and, and he says
0: so I can try this is this guy gets it right yeah okay. he's
3: not and he's not gonna try and pimp one of my chicks um it's uh yeah he's and, not
0: here to get his dick sucked he's here for business and he's then she goes work. and shoots
3: some dope uh <laughs> um, who does uh red Cora, the woman that uh um sure did nice and dog. i mean and it's just the, the the shit talking in this whole scene is incredible I'll, I'll do some I'll, I'll get it out of the audiobook because the guy that reads the audio book is really good and says uh, words and says words that I can't say. Plan, I no, it's it's a it's a nice black
2: women <laughs> with green toes. Oh there's a lot of racial epithets and that sort of thing. Yeah,
3: that's right. Uh, cool. she, you know, so to give you an idea, you know, she's like you jiving pretty son of a bitch. You ain't no pimp, I'm gonna eat your sweet ass up and chop off your dick. Mm. You know, pull that pretty dick out and uh, and then bell sh- Comes up and k- literally kicks her in the ass a few times with his pointed boots, and grabs a fistful of her hair and says, "Bullshit, bitch! This chump is in my school. I ain't gonna let you George him. He's mine now, Nick's bitch, Nick's. Like
0: just oh, Stevie Nick's.
3: He's off. He's off limits. You know. Uh, it's like uh, sh- it's like yeah. squirrel man in in uh, Half Baked.
0: <laughs> nah. Well, Another he's in my. He's, he's a squirrel master. He's that's in right. my school. You know. That's just that's.
3: But he also like fucking got in his face and grabbed his neck and like you know aggressively you know checked him too like
0: is he's control he's he's controlling
3: yeah it's just it's the show and it's a it's domination and it's a show of force it's gotta be exhausting
0: i mean come
3: on and he's like you know stop you know because he smiled again he's like you gotta be icy like i mean like a (laughs) berg No, like the inside of a dead whore's pussy is what he says.
0: It's far less. And he's like, if you're a bitch or you're a
3: sissy or something, let me know. I'll put you in drag and You can whore for me. Stay out of my face until you freeze up and stop <laughs> that grinning. <No. laughs> Promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just <Please>. it's crazy. <laughs> it's the same thing that that a pimple do to his is 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 hooker or his right, prostitute right. is. Yes. I'm I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to talk to you again, and then I'm going to help you up.
2: Yeah, it's like
3: it's I can. This is all me. Yeah, and I, that's what happened. uh That's the abuse. Uh, that's su- how abuse su- works. Pseudo
2: uh, parenting. Oh, I'm the one I mean, that punishes absolutely. you, right, right. and I'm, I the take one, you. I'm the one that nourishes you. Mm-hmm. I am the one you got. need. Everything me. at the end of the day, yes. it's coming back to me. If, if I am not here, you are dead. You're lost.
0: Yeah.
3: So then him and him and Glass Top leave the penthouse. On the way out On the way out They get stopped by the cops And the cops are fucking mad racist At at him and shit And they pull him out of the car Like what are you doing In this part of town All that stuff And they drop baby's name And they're like Oh Oh
0: Oh, you know Mr. Bell You know Mr.
3: Bell (laughs) 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 Senor uh,
0: Senor Bell And and they let him go (laughs) He's huge Ah, Senor Bell
3: Grande (laughs) And then And then it's just more examples Of him learning his lessons And and implementing them He gets uh, He meets a new girl Chris and she's real green, and uh, he takes her to his place, and in Georgia. He does, no, huh?
2: He, does he Georgia?
3: No, no, no. He doesn't Georgia. Like he's not a he. He does he. He shoots coke in her leg. Oh yeah. She throws up, starts loving it. I want to be your girl forever. Oh god. And he says, "Tell me your life story."
2: God damn.
3: And she does, and. Her dad f- fucked her after her mom died, and oh. it's just he gets all the info. I mean, it's just all of these people are fucked up. Like somebody in their family fucked them, or like.
0: And then there's there's always somebody to fuck them more.
3: Exactly, that's it. And you get that life story. Yeah. Um. God
2: damn. And that's what Aaron likes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've noticed. Is the savagery and the domination so, and the exploitation, the humiliation? You know, you're wondering why. Uh, <laughs> the shamefulness. He keeps saying those
3: things I about, about you. You sick. Yeah, you sick.
2: You sick. Hey, hey, I no, 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 no. John, John, John. I respect you. I'm sick but, for you. But you <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. You don't get
3: it. I'm sick for you. Is that true? Isn't it?
2: Oh, man, I've been missing mad signals,
3: dude. I'm dumb. And you are. I'm slow. <laughs> now get over here and put out. <laughs> so, that's... I mean, that whole scene is described exquisitely. I mean, just the poetic... I'm really not doing it justice because I'm not even reading the best stuff because I'm saving it for the Patreon, which is only $5 a month, but you'll hear... That's all. A month. That's, that's all. Oh, um, my God. All. We've had so many you good just episodes. come out, you just kick up the scratch, and then you Don't, know, don't you want
2: to find out about hardcore, weird shit?
3: So... <laughs> He does that with with Chris uh, and she becomes uh, one of his women even though uh, she's married has a dude. Uh, huh? Yeah. Wait, has a dude? Yeah, she's got a dude. She's got like a square uh, guy. Oh,
2: oh, okay. He's yeah. like, "Please don't fuck anybody, please." <laughs> dude, it's a nightmare. While we're married, I swear to God, <laughs> it's a fucking I, I would nightmare. just
3: be I would just be like he's got he's got like scars and shit because of an accident and nice. like she doesn't love him anymore and, because of the accident.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Post-marriage. He had the accident. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 so and now, she's like, "That's nasty. Yeah. Right? I don't want to fuck that. Uh, no. Exactly. Oh, this I'll, knife. Get, I'll get
3: coke shot in my thigh. <laughs> Do you ever think about
2: how, how, much people don't get a good shake when they're like not into accident people, and they're like, "Yeah," you ever think about
3: that? They're not into accident people. <laughs> what are you talking about? I fell into I, this
2: knife I, that cut a swastika into my cheek. This woman being like, "I don't want to fuck this guy anymore. He looks yeah. like a fucking like Hamburglar," you know. Well, the Hamburglar's he
3: probably, not that. Well, he probably no, went through a mask. Like, what are he, you talking about? He
2: goes through the windshield Ham,
3: glass. Ham- he looks like... like Zorro. It's hot. The hamburger. Right,
2: fine. It looks fine. Get ahead. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: So I look like at Hamburglar. <laughs> so uh, one of one of one of now, Iceberg's got like two, three girls. Nice. And uh, one of them. Is giving him a little bit of grief. Oh no! No. So no, no, he calls no, no. up sweet uh, baby Bell. I keep calling him Sweet Jones. Baby sweet Bell. sweet baby Ray. He calls Ray. Up Baby Bell. Yeah. And he's begging for help for this underperforming girl. And so he has him come over. Oh no! And it's like, all right, what's what's the problem? You know. Um, well, and then he goes, you know, uh, this is where he tells him the story of the history of the first, the first black pimps, and whoa, the, the that di- sounds. Fascinating. It's, that's for the Patreon. Oh, okay. uh, and
0: five dollars a month, folks. I mean, come on.
3: And and he breaks down this dynamic of why 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 white men go for black prostitutes, and about the overvaluation of uh, white female sexuality and virginity, and their taboo uh, the taboo element of having sex with black women, and the threat. Of black men to their white masculinity, it's this incredible takedown that you can get on the Patreon for only five dollars a month. Because that's I love you. A, because yeah. I love you. That's a, that's why the five dollars is a, an emotional, psychological commitment. Yeah. Which to you, Aaron. That's right. Pimp yourself is,
2: out. Yeah. Pimp yourself to Aaron. So then he says, "You're sick. <laughs> You're a sick, man."
3: Then he says to then he says to to iceberg, "Tell me your life story."
2: Baby Bill does. Yeah. So now he he starts he, pimping the, the fucking Robert. Yeah. He's so with but but that like that's
0: now Robert is going. He must I, know. I'm in.
2: I'm in. But he also, this is it. This is but, it.
3: But but Robert knows by now, right? Aaron. Yeah, mean? he does. And this whole time Baby Bill's petting his fucking ocelot. And then like, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, Samson shit. Yeah. yeah, it's total Samson shit. I want to talk to Samson, <laughs> and he he talks fly about fly me to
2: the moon like that bitch Alice Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black and gifted. Fly I want to the I moon. get lifted. Domestic abuse joke into fly me <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> so,
3: you know, he says that amazing. Um, here, do you want me to give you some? Yeah, I
0: mean, you drop have, it, you have been j- all night. Drop it.
3: He goes. He calls him, him greeny because he's green still. Uh, green. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we lock you in a pimp house once? <laughs> I, I got out. Because those pimps were black geniuses. They wrote that skull book on pimping. Even now, if it wasn't for that frantic army of white tricks, N-word pimps would starve to death. Greenie, the white man has been pig greedy for black broads ever since his first whiff of black pussy. Black whores con themselves the only reason he sniffs his way to him is white broads ain't got what it takes to please him. I'm hippie's got two other sick secret reasons. White women ain't hip to his secret reasons. The dumb white broads ain't even hip to why he locks all black men inside t- tight stockades. He'd love it if those black broads wasn't locked in there. The white man is scared shitless. He don't want them humping bucks coming out of there and the white world rubbing their bellies against those soft white bellies. That's the reason he keeps them all locked up. To show you how sick in the head he is, he thinks black broads are dirt beneath his feet. His balls will bust if he don't sneak through that stockade to those half savage, less than human black broads. You know, Greeny, why he's got to come to him? The silly, sick bastard is like a whore that needs and loves punishment. He's a joke with scratch in his hand. As great as he thinks he is, he can't keep his beak and dick out of the stink of a black ass. He wallows and stains himself. The poor freak's joy is in his suffering. The chump believes he's done something dirty to himself. He slips back into his white world. He goes on conning himself that he's God and blacks are filthy wild animals he has to keep in the stockades. The sad thing is, he doesn't even know he's sick in the skull. Greeny, I'm pulling your coat from the bottom to the top. That rundown on the first pimps will make you proud to be a vent. Dude.
0: This guy can talk. Just
3: the fucking, like, bright, like it's really good. Um, He can
0: float. He can, he can, he can, he he drags you in with that, that talk.
3: So he, then he gives him a He gives him some some tips on how to, to, to boost the productivity of the underperforming one. Uh, One is brilliant. The other is savage. Uh, One is go out of town, go to Western Union, Send your send all the money you have to yourself under the name of another woman, and and take that delivery the Western Union in front of the underperforming woman, and she'll see that you're getting five hundred dollars from another one, and she will be humping sparks out of her ass in the streets for that. The other one is take a wire hanger, cut it in half, and twist it into a braid and beat the shit out of her.
2: Oh God!
3: Uh,
0: he does. Which one? Which uh, which one worked better?
3: Oh, I. Uh, <laughs> they work together in in concert. Um, I so, mean, so yeah. now it's nineteen forty one. All Christ right, and we'll we'll we're getting sort of to the end of part one. Part one here. here. It's nineteen forty one. Uh, some wonderful shit talking here with a couple of young young girls. And it, it's crazy thing is forty one. So nineteen forty one. Now he, he's in his thirties. Late 20s, late 20s. Um, Baby Bell comes over. Uh, Glass Tops in jail. Selling for narcotics, five-year tip. Yeah. Um, Baby Bell comes over. Says, Berg, Uncle Sam just got his throat cut. Those slant eyes just put the torch to Pearl Harbor. Whore's going to make more scratch now than ever before. Berg, I got a feeling this second world war is going to hurt the pimp game in the long run. How do you figure that? You know whore ain't got, a whore ain't got nothing but an X square. A good pimp wears out a lot of whores in his lifetime. If there ain't no big pool of squares for the pimps to turn out, then the stable's got to get smaller. The defense plants are going to claim thousands of young potential whores. Those square bitches are going to get those paychecks. They'll get independent. A pimp can't turn them out. Just yeah, seeing yeah. it, the, December seventh, nineteen forty-one. Immediately, fuck. Yeah, playing it out. He's, like,
0: well, he, he's he's got the stock ticker, and he's going. This isn't good for my. This isn't good for the company well, at all. He's,
2: but he's also saying there's going to be, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, good good upstanding horse that will not bleed into his business,
3: if any whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Well, the older square rods are going to get into the plants too. Yeah. Thousands of them will have teenage daughters. They'll have the scratch to fill the bellies of those young girls. With real jobs, they'll put nice clothes on their backs. Why the hell should they whore for a pimp?
2: When they can fill shells to Mm -hmm. win the war, yeah. It's. I think there's that's a.
3: Then he says, "Iceberg, there's only there ain't but one real heaven for a pimp. He's in it when there's a big pool of raggedy, hungry young
2: bitches. God damn, that's ruthless."
3: And that's why Chappelle calls this book the capitalist manifesto.
2: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. God, I
0: mean, I was just thinking, it like, what happens. You know, the, the 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 whole that
2: whole business that they get into. You know, there's so many capitalist factors. Oh yeah, of, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no question. It's the same. It is.
3: Uh, it's disgusting. He uh, there's some more ass beatings and pimping. Uh, days later. Oh, so he, Chris, he beats the shit out of Chris, gets her jaw wired shut. Um, because Wait, he, who does? Uh, uh Iceberg. Ice Slim. Yeah. Is he Iceberg now? Yeah, he's Iceberg now. But even though he never really was, it's a. And total what does what he beat up Chris for? Oh, talking shit. Being just you know, I could uh, what, name something. Yeah, yeah.
0: But so no the, the point
3: is that she has she gets beat so bad that she has to go to the hospital. And when she does, and she has to get her jaw wired shut, she disappears for a couple of days. And in that time, Baby Bill comes over and tells him that he's got word that the FBI is tailing him for violation of the Mann Act, and the Mann Act is the, the
0: FBI is tailing Baby Bill. No, iceberg, talent. iceberg. Every Baby Bill is all the slipperiest motherfucker.
3: Right. So is he telling the truth? Is this? Is right. he conning him? Is he pimping? Is he trying to and take his it it stable? before. Right? And
0: Iceberg's seen him do it
3: before. Exactly. So it's all very, very. It. It was slippery, right? And he says, the FBI is telling you for violation of the Mann Act. And the Mann Act is also known as the White Slavery Act. That's how they
0: got Jack Johnson. Exactly.
3: You take in a girl across state lines for hmm. bad purposes, right? Because he would they would go between Milwaukee and Chicago all the time or down a route Like, they would kind of fuck around in that... Well, uh, that was a crime. Federal, right? And yeah. they could get you for real easy. And it, it was...
0: F- it's pretty much... It's an excuse for the, the government to... Right.
3: And, um and at this point he's he's banging coke every day
0: not nah, it's not helpful
3: and no it's not helpful and so now he's getting like he's wired he stays up he stays in his apartment all the time like doesn't leave freaking out yeah he's freaking out bugging out and he's just he's like what did did she did did chris t- rat on me or is this a play by baby uh so he's just like running through his you know, he's running the, the wheels are spinning in his head because he's blown out on cocaine and, and he doesn't know what to think. Um so he disappears for weeks on end to his for his girls and he says like that he's running he calls them he has his bottom girl bottom girl is your most loyal oldest uh woman and he he has her pretend to be a long distance operator and calls the girls at their apartments and he long distance call from you know fucking Florida whatever. <laughs> and so he's "Oh, smart. I'm in, you know I'm out of That's state. Smart. I'm I'm working on a, a big counterfeit. Uh, we got we got counterfeit plates from a mint. I got a, I got a man on the inside. We're gonna be millionaires by the time I come back. I'm gonna be gone. How's work? And he's checking in. He's fucking down the street and just doesn't want to be thought of that he's in town. It's really fucked up mind games and so." <sighs> yeah. ornate um so the it, the coke ends up being too much It doesn't get him high anymore just makes him paranoid so he's like oh maybe I'll just start shooting heroin <laughs> so he started shooting heroin wow um oof. calm him down chill him out
0: yeah yeah I need to chill him uh,
3: he's also taking uppers and downers because he's giving the girls uppers and downers too yeah um so he you know he's doing a lot of drugs um and then baby Bell tells him, Local cops been seen. They're lo- they're carrying your mugshot around. No. So he holds up in his hotel, and th- your heroin's only gonna last so long. Sure. Before you got to leave, and he can't call anybody to bring it to him because he's hiding out. Yeah. Huh? Mm. So he decides to take a risk and go out and cop some heroin, and uh, he he walks down a few blocks and a couple cops see him. No. See the mugshot And he gets sent yeah. to County lockup And that Is where We leave We will leave This okay. story
2: Alright Aaron Alright And there's Very tasty So much more I bet there's a lot of bad stuff And I bet you love it all
3: Oh <laughs> I, <laughs> I bet like you like it all I don't like to see
2: I don't like to see You have no morality You're sick
3: and incest, uh, and incest, and insects.
2: Oh yeah. Well, that was really great. That uh, was holy shit. Uh, I'm very interested to find out the rest of this guy's story. I uh, I also know that I can come at it like I said from a healthy, skeptical point of view. Yeah. But, so part of it, you know, but there is a whole thing about, like I was saying, the guys they get north, imitating the free white men and going out and gambling. And also, the jobs—it's also are, a
3: very just masculine thing to do, like not uh, in a good way, but it's a—it's a thing that guys do: is gamble and whore around and drink sure. and do drugs yeah, yeah, uh, anytime sure. you have a chance. But then,
2: when you have the opportunity to do it for the first time, you're, you're going to do, do it. it. Yeah,
3: exactly. And
2: then, not me. Also, not me. Also, <laughs> not me. also uh, the jobs that the white community would not allow you to have. Yeah, mean that the most uh, thoughtful and intelligent and ambitious of you uh, will be bootleggers or pimps Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, this this is the
3: narrow band of occupations that you're able to operate within. Then
2: you'll turn it against them and be like, well, you see, they're all fucking uh, drunks and pimps. And it's like, well, you you won't let them be anything. Exactly, exactly. Look at, at that! Look you. at them! They're and even then doing the you know, thing we made them do.
3: They, there were still even when they went north to these industrial cities um, that were more liberal in terms of their hiring. Like they, st- they were not paid as much. They couldn't no. they could not join yeah. unions. And women, liberals, women were still just doing at, domestic. At, work. and, they were, and, you know, and, and white people
2: felt this thing of like we saved you,
3: right? And, and, but and, but meanwhile they gave them the most dangerous jobs. Yeah. Um, the, the ones where they were exposed to the most, like, chemicals and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, jobs that were dead-end jobs. Well, I like, mean,
0: the, the, so the, south, of the sh- south side of Chicago is where the fucking meat districts are. Yeah. And all of the air they're breathing is yeah. just slaughtered animals. Yeah. Nonstop. You know, as Baldwin says, he's, he's he says, the north isn't better. They castrate you, too. They just do it
3: differently. Right. Uh, yeah,
0: and so yes, the North castrates you too. I mean, look at
2: I mean, it's gonna.
3: I, they do it with anesthetic. In, well, <laughs>
2: there is a thing too, where like you know the the you know machinery behind commerce hurts everyone, as in the fog in London, which we all found out was just sheer pollution. Yeah. But it's always going to be worse, and it's the, in it's the, the, the black district the P- in America. the The, 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 yeah, the like white, the white Kirk people always,
0: the white people are always going to press down, and when they press down, right. once they get through the poor white people, then they start, yeah, getting through into anybody who's not white.
2: Well, this is uh, right. this, this is really, uh, uh, I think, uh, fantastic thing to go down for the show that we'd never have before. I think we've talked about some madams and stuff in the show. Yeah, but we ne- certainly have, yes. uh, Yeah, never. But uh, I don't think in a, an explicit pimp uh, sort of thing and like I was telling you before like there's a thing that like you, know, you recoil at but also um, when you take into account all of the uh, personal issues, the mother issues and stuff like that and also the limited opportunities that are allowed for intelligent young black men. Yeah. And he, and you gotta be like, oh well, you know there's this one pimp that is uh really interesting and has a great life story. A part of you goes, Well I don't wanna listen to anybody that's exploited women and you go like, Well
3: what oh, do or, you wanna hear what, fucking Tom Thomas Jefferson? But, but also yeah, yeah but also I mean, what were his other choices? Right. I mean listen we we are we it seems like now we're a little more hip to and um the idea of understanding how people's trauma, especially childhood trauma, Rifle, informs yeah. their lifestyle, right? And yeah. you know, uh,
2: it, I was talking like, about with, today, Like it's you know supposed to be really actually in the Watchman sense, genetically handed down,
3: right? Definitely, Gen- well, yeah. It's
2: almost it seems like um, yeah.
0: nature and nurture. Yeah,
3: what John is talking about is like the notion of epigenetic. Trauma passing it down, and it it is a real thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But no, I mean, then there's just straight up trauma that happened to you, and you don't yeah. even have to pass it down yet.
2: Uh You haven't had time. Yeah, it's. You haven't made it wh- into a deal meal card yet.
3: <laughs> a deal meal card. Deal meal card is is that a Hamburglar? Another reference? No, that's, that's
2: Richard. That's Richard Simmons. Uh, oh. Deal meal cards.
3: Because you, can you hand those down to
2: your kids or something? Well, they're cards. You can deal them any way you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: So what I was getting at is that what else you know? So many, so many of these these women that end up being prostitutes were abandoned or raped by some in their family. Like, you know, th- so the the way that their trauma manifests for them is they become these they they become these prostitutes or pickpockets or whatever, and they end up being manipulated and abused further because that's that yeah. the cycle of trauma. Yeah. Well, of it seems to me that a, a guy, a man who has this type of trauma just with the nature of the fact that men are inherently more aggressive is going to become a fucking psychopath. It, when, when your system yep. is narrow and you have so many, so few tracks to take one of and one of them being sadistic pimp, it seems like the guy who gets forced to eat pussy at three thrown against the wall, watch a cat die, watch his mom yeah, get taken right. advantage of by a hustler pimp. Yeah, well, it seems to me like he's gonna become one. What I mean, else is
2: he gonna become? Not Absolutely. only that, too, but the crazy thing that people don't realize is, like, when they think about like hookers and pimps and stuff like that, they go like, they don't understand that the, the thing they're going back to at the end of the day is a rigid structure. The only time they're free is that's that's really what uh, they want. They still want something. everything that you're accusing them. of. Of rebelling against. Right. They want somebody reliable where it's like, I paid this much after this trick and this guy takes care of me. It's a structure. And this is, it's structure is all anybody want. And all those people come from a structural background. Yeah.
3: If you are, (laughs) if you are somebody who has no problem with the notion of a young child billionaire seeing their parents murdered and he becomes Batman. Yeah. Then you should 100% understand when somebody is traumatized or exploited as a child yeah. and they become a prostitute or a pimp. Yeah. It's no different.
2: Yeah. And I mean, they look to, they look to sources of power
3: and a way to work through or claim, reclaim the power of that trauma. Yeah. Um
2: Yeah. And the people that go against it too, like everything from like what I was telling you about in the episode with Lieutenant Joseph Petrosina. Mm-hmm. When he adopts those kids. Yeah. And, like, he's just, like... Or or he's adopted mm-hmm. by the Irish judge. Right. And the judge is... And then he grows up in this Italian community, and he's just like, I am not going to let all you fucking people be abused by the mafia. Mm-hmm. And he becomes a total lawman. Like, it really is mm-hmm. all all nurture. Yep. And barely at all nature. There, There's so much of that, and it even...
0: It even... In the... In a finer sense, it's what happened. All these guys go to Vietnam, and when they come back, their brains are destroyed because they were created. They they were it was uh, they took a clean cut kid and they made a killer out of him
3: and and a drug addict. Yeah, and then they never show you how to turn it off.
0: Yeah, and then they say you're the problem. Right. Yeah, you're the one that's messed it's, it's, up. It's,
3: it's, it's fucking Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Like
0: I, it is. It's exactly it's exactly that.
3: You made me this but like, and now you reject me for myself now I came home, and now I'm not good enough, like yeah. you yeah. made me, yeah, it's uh, one of
2: the benefits I think about uh from the black community that that slim would have is that the whole thing is an abject lie what that is. The whole white perspective on the uh, the climb that black uh, America sure, th- should be But that only should goes so far. Well, it goes it goes far enough to make you understand that your actions are not totally ridiculous. Right. And make, should, you, not, and make you not completely lose your mind. So you mean the, the, benefit of, the benefit is? Is that, knowing the lie exists. <laughs> right. But even
0: then at the end of the day they still might just murder you because they want to believe the
2: lie. But you still know. Well, he
3: they, he uses the lie. Part of the pimp thing is, and he, and he talks about it is, I am a storyteller. And it's it's to, if you think being a, a you know, having, you know, the dream is all, well, the pimp is the woman does all the work and then you get the money. Yeah, that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing this nightmare job, for especially back then, of this the trick turning in cars and, and all that stuff on dangerous streets and they're giving this money to this man but the, the the work that this guy is doing is telling five different however many different stories world creating world creating managing yeah, right, right. the relationships between one you have to pair them off but with you can't put a, the, a new girl with the oldest girl sure and you can't put the two new ones like there's this this Incredible dynamic manager. he's a, yeah, he's a, if, he's a baseball. If,
2: he's a manager. He's and a if you management. do, you feed them different lies about Absolutely. each other. It's. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's not admirable it anyway, like but it
3: is complicated. And Jeff, um, six fingers. You know, you're also selling them a lie of, and and we'll get to it later. And it's no longer as easy as it was to do, but the lie of the dream.
2: Yeah.
3: Look at what, like part of the whole thing of the the hair the the you know this the hair and the jewelry and the clothes as you get out is yes look follow mm. me and you can we will be witch rich together I don't look, need look to what do, I, I have I
2: don't need to do this
3: I don't know no I'm doing this, I don't t- need to do this come to on this like he would they would like they would go get swaths of fabric and staple them to the walls of their hotel room yeah. like make it look they had velvet walls and <laughs> you know a new car every year and all that is just to keep up the appearance and to let them. Make them believe that they are more than what they really are. It's
0: it's cultish. It's it's, it's, it's
3: absolutely cultish, and part of it th- that changes as time goes on is that he talks about toward the end, and this is not really spoiling anything. But as the end, he's like, as in back when I was pimping, it was the thirties and forties, and like maybe as I got older, fifties. But like everyone started having more radios and movies and depression and, and right? you could and, yeah. see
2: people that were full the real, of shit. real rich yeah. people, yeah. and
3: like. Yeah. you got to rem- imagine the world at this time was very small for each individual person. Yeah. And all you knew was what was in front of you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so that guy down the street, who's got the nice guy, like, well, it's the only one I've ever seen a deuce. I don't know what a fucking deuce is, if it's real yeah. or not. No, I don't know what, like if that's a real diamond or not, but it's, that's all I know. I've never seen a mansion.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, is that a mansion? Yeah, this this hotel room with well a fucking plastic chandelier—is this a mansion? Yeah, yeah. And so that world creating kind of got a lot more difficult.
2: Caught up with them, it did, mm. as
3: well as women's lib, and civil rights movement, and more opportunities for black people, and the post-war economy. And well,
2: when yeah, when but the, we will catch up with this next. When week. the economy
3: when the
0: economy grows, everybody says, "Well, what, a, shouldn't I be equal to
1: Right.
0: Next
3: so, week. Next week, yeah, we can do oh, next week baby. and uh, maybe this week on the Patreon we'll do um, a couple of miscellaneous tales for instance. Yeah, and I'll have maybe I'll have some clips from the audiobook uh and maybe some interview stuff. That'd be tasty. Yeah. Um and then uh, maybe 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 some more and then after the second episode I'll have some of uh, um his late uh clips from his later works. Okay. Cuz I don't want to spoil them. Okay. okay. It cool. won't be the whole Patreon, cool. Cool. but at, for a second page so you because there is more to this guy's life, in sure. a second and third act, yeah, and there is media to be presented with that cool. I think okay. is, is worth sharing.
2: All right, well, subscribe to the Patreon if you want to get yeah. the whole entire saga from Aaron Joseph Peter. Picture a world.
3: Yeah, I'll fucking take my clothes off. I'll, what?
2: I yeah, Aaron will take his clothes off and tell you everything he you should. I'm gonna say goodnight. My name is John <laughs> Fahey. <laughs>
3: And, uh, my name is Aaron Pita Rapper so. Good night, everybody. We love you.
1: Good <laughs> <night>. <laughs> The Podcast Network.